good morning. Well, it, it would be a good morning if you're not a Phoenix Sun. Stunning. I'm so stunned that they let us down again and that Devin Booker and Kevin Durant can't by themselves carry a team to a playoff series win. I'm very surprised by that. I didn't see it coming at all. I am surprised. I mean, they're two of the best players in the They're good. In the league. They're good. It makes to have a third player of some sort. Like, you know, say a DeAndre Ayton would be good to Jimmy have. Jimmy Butler doesn't need a third, a second or a third player. He doesn't need, he doesn't need anything else. It is a uh, Would You Rather Wednesday edition of he the needs program. Sung JM. Yeah? You were getting antsy there. I hadn't brought you. It had been, been 30 seconds. I hadn't brought I you I thought I was going to so do the intro like the old days. Oh, you want to you try something? He hit, want- hit the music again. Hit the music again. We'll see, we'll see what it is that Drew has cooked up for this. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. He once spent all night in Cape May, New Jersey, looking for heavy twins, as he called them. He also once lost a wager that Gary Williams had four moles on his left arm, not yeah. three. <laughs> I thought I had counted them. <laughs> and he recently celebrated a wedding anniversary in which all of us lost out on that pool. Yeah. Because <laughs> no way anybody we, saw nine years coming. We thought it would never go past three years. No chance. He is the great Glenn Clark. What's weird is I lost that bet too. <laughs> I said. I said, by about year four, she'll have figured it all out by then. Dude, I just want to find, you know what I really want to find? Yeah, some Two heavy twin. overweight, yeah. identical twins. Where right. do you think we could find right. those? I'm like, yeah. what? who are you? It's weird. Why were we in Cape May? <laughs> I don't, I don't really I think that know. was in Indianapolis, actually. Oh, I don't okay. remember. I think those were elderly women that oh. we were talking to That's in correct. Indianapolis. At that point. I, I, I give you credit there. <laughs> she you? Was, I mean, she was 70, but she was oh, hot. I don't think she was 70. She might have been pushing eighty, yeah. but she was definitely yeah. for eighty. Yeah. She was like um, Lovey from Gilligan's Island, right? Exactly. I mean, right. You look back on that now, you're like, you're Thurston, like Thurston did well, yeah, 100%. very well, right? I'm with you, I mean, this woman was Lovey from the, from Gilligan's Island. Drew Forrester is here. Drew's Morning Dish Fairways and greens on one hundred five seven. The fan. Hey, it was good to see you on Sunday. I always couldn't make it that. Sunday. I always appreciate that moment we get to share. Couldn't make it on Sunday. <laughs> it's great to There's see. There's a full that. crowd scene at the food line. <laughs> yeah. That's from Fast Times at Ridgemont <laughs> Thank High. You. Um, Thank yeah, you. I couldn't make it Sunday. I'll no, be there, I bad. think, this Sunday. Okay. That's why you're here today because you, you didn't have to go record your are show. Are you coming in Sunday? Yeah, I'm coming in Sunday. You guys are there Sunday? We, okay. do, a, we do a special Mother's Day show. We oh, invite cool. some uh, Baltimore sports moms on the program. Oh, cool. Okay. Celebrate mothers. on. Uh, I'm talking golf. I'm going to talk about the PGA Championship. Well, that's the following week. I, I know. But I know. I'm, I'm going to help you out. I with won't this. be there that weekend. Oh, of course not. Why would you be there, PGA I Championship? I can't week? do that weekend. I got yeah. I got something else brewing. This is going well. This experiment. It's one hour. Right, but I understand. But it's the week of the PGA Championship. I'm pretty sure people want to talk about. They they do. But that, thanks for the strong lead-in, buddy. They do. Appreciate but that's it. just not a good weekend for me. We we got the uh, we got the notification that we didn't finish number one in our time slot. This past week, and I said, "Well, I know whose fault that is. Sure as heck, who did you guys lose out to? Well, the Orioles games is who uh, we lost out oh, to. So yeah. I don't feel quite as okay, bad okay. about that. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah, but All I was right. going to blame you for not giving us a stronger lead-in. So. A lot of people were listening to the golf talk. I got a lot of emails from people. Yeah, got a lot talking of, about Will Weir's. Got a lot of emails. Yep. I'm sure, that's the Arnie's case. grandson. Uh, Drew is here. For you know, you better can take the sticker worse. off that hat. I yeah, I could. Yeah. Anyway, Drew's here. It's an option. You know what other options are? Are we going to London? 
I'm not going. So, oh, you're not going right. to go this time? No. You decided to pass this no. time around? No. Did it once, not doing it again. Uh, Drew's here later on in the program. Brett Makar, um, star Maryland lacrosse defender, number three yeah, pick. That was a nice uh, – Yeah, that was a – They go. do really well against Michigan. How on earth did Michigan uh, get so good at unbelievable, lacrosse? Unbelievable, isn't it? Well, I'm not sure how good they are. They're just really good against Maryland Wow. for whatever reason. Wow. Uh, we'll talk to Brett Makar. They get ready for Army on Saturday. Is Loyola, night. Loyola's not making it, right? Loyola did not make it. They fell short. They lost to Army in the yeah, Patriot but they're not making. The, they're not getting the. Well, they large. already announced the field. I'm it's saying they yes, didn't. Loyola is not in right, the field. Right, right, correct. They didn't yeah, make they it. Fell short. Yes, that was the point. Hopkins made it. We are right. Home. Loyola was. Yes, you and I had Charlie Toomey on here two weeks, weeks in. He was looking for a contract extension. Hundred percent. Unfortunately, it did not. That was not sustainable. Yeah, they had a they all downhill down in the Patriot there. League, right? They did. Yes, all of these things are true. They lost to Navy. They lost to BU. They lost. To, it was. How a, do you lose to Navy and anything that doesn't involve well, shooting? Around, right, they beat Navy in the Patriot League tournament. It looked like then they turn around. They beat Boston University in the Patriot League, and tournament. then Rowan looked like all was well. Then they lose to Army. They lost to Army. They couldn't win a faceoff. Is really what came back to bite them. They, I mean, they beat Maryland despite not winning a faceoff. As it turns out, that wasn't quite as impressive as we thought it was at the right. time. Where did Maryland lose this year? Four games? Uh, five games, including five. the tournament. Right? Oh, five. Okay. Yeah. Four yeah. in the regular season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rough. Rough. What was Rough. up with the handshake afterwards? Yeah, I don't know what the story is on that. I really don't. What I have no idea. Kilman pissed off about? Well, probably about the fact that his team just got their ass kicked, if I had to oh, guess. okay, but you got to shake yeah, the I don't, guy's hand. I don't know. Well, he did. He just, it was terse and quick. It was yeah. perfunctory, as yes, Brian Billick would have said. I mean, he did shake it his was hand. It looked pretty flimsy. But they clearly what wanted happened? to. I don't. I don't know. Okay, well, you're Mr. Mary. You're the you wear the no, turtle head. No, it's over. Okay. It's been over oh. for a long time. Oh man. my gosh. Yeah, I had to turn it back in after a little while. <laughs> oh. The smell of it. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, the moral of the story is that we'll talk to Brett Maycar, and also we'll go to Aberdeen. Trace Bright. We'll, we'll tell him I said nice game. Okay, I'll pass that yeah. along. My friend Drew wanted you to just way to go there. Nice game. And Brett Maycar, the num- number three pick in the PLL draft last night, so he's got that going for okay. him, which is nice. Yeah. All right, yes, the Ravens are going to London. They're going to play um, for the second time in franchise history. The bummer for fans, I, I don't know if there's excitement to go to London again, particularly after the way the things went the last time, but Nashville was going to be the most popular trip of the year. Oh, 1 million I mean, it percent. Was, it was going to be, be 30,000 Ravens no fans doubt. in Nashville. It was going to be a takeover. It was going to be overwhelming, and now that's off the table. I guess Jacksonville will be the, the most popular trip of the year because everything else, there's a lot of But travel. what if the Jacksonville trip is, ja- is um, September? Yeah, then it's it loses just, its, its appeal. Yeah, it's baking hot in Jacksonville right. at that point. Right. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be great. If it's December, that's a different story. Yeah, or I think or like November. Yeah, late October, November right. is the ideal time for the Jacksonville trip if you want to get a boatload of Ravens fans to make right. a trip. And then everything else is out west. I mean, like, this is a this is a lot of travel this year. For as much as we talked about last year, hey, the schedule sets up. This year is brutal. Do they play the Cardinals away? They play the Cardinals away, the 49ers away, the okay. Chargers away. I would away, potentially do and a trip to Phoenix. Oh, I love Phoenix. I, I, went, I went last time and took a group, and we played at uh, the Wigwam. Oh, the Wigwam. And stayed out there. And um, I think that's where the, in the old days, that's where the Kansas City Royals spring training home base was. So depending on when that is, I would consider doing a trip out there for eight or 12 golfers. Okay, well, yeah. I'm not going to make that trip. Uh, but other than well, that, yeah, you, uh, yeah, I didn't invite you. Correct. Well, it's, it's to be through 105.7, the station I work at. Well, I work there too. It's so funny. You yeah, say but that. yeah, but I didn't finish number one. I don't know if so. you heard, but oh. yeah, they're making some. Oh, boy. they're looking at 
Oh, they're yeah. looking at a lot of the talent over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's a conversation that we'll never have. Uh, <laughs> we'll just leave that one alone. Hey, how's Bob Huggins doing? We'll get to oh. it. Settle. Keep it in your. Could you keep it in your pants Has for just one second? Yet? Not yet. Would you please oh my keep God. it in your pants? My God. How is that possible? Would you please sure. try to do a show? Oh, by the way, I'm not pleased at all what, what the hell about this blue that I doesn't go with up. my shirt. What happened to you? I got blood done today. I had a rheumatology appointment. What do you mean you got blood done? Well, blood work. A rheumatology appointment. What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's um, it's a place where you go for its um, inflammation, joints, oh, okay. that kind of stuff. You'll okay. see when you get older. I was going to say, I'm, I'm about you'll, to be 40. You no, know, you'll, you're when do I have to start worrying years about away. that? Oh, okay. All right. Well, ten, years. ten years. Well, I'm a little bit healthier than you two, if I'm being honest. I don't, I don't think so. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit more of an Your athlete. liver certainly didn't agree yeah. with that. <laughs> I had to give my liver a break, <laughs> like for the rest of its life. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were like, they said, you know, you have another drink, and that could be the one. Right. Said you should, well, and you know, you, you mean one? Said, I can't have you're one. You're not telling me you're going to rehab, are you? Rehab's for quitters. That's right. That's exactly what I should have said. Um, we don't know the rest of the schedule. But they did inter- announce the I international. Do. Oh, you do? You got it? You want to leak something? You want to go ahead? And- right. Ravens are open at home. No. No, oh, but you're doing that based on what the Orioles' schedule is. Maybe. That's what you're doing that based on. <laughs> you're looking at the Orioles schedule. I'm telling schedule. you. You're looking at the Orioles schedule and you're Open it trying up. to figure it out. Yes, the only thing we actually learned today is that week six they are headed to London to play. You know what's weird? They don't guarantee, like, I don't know if it's a choice now, but remember it used to be that meant that you your following week. week was the bye week. That's not the case anymore because I don't know if teams chose that, that they didn't want to necessarily have the bye week following the London game, where if the NFL just said, you know, sorry, this is the way it goes. Well, now. Wh- why wouldn't you want that? I, I don't know. What's maybe the logic there. They don't think it's as dramatic of an adjustment as we thought it was once upon a time. Okay, so I, you're, you're going over there. You leave here at seven at night. You get over there at seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. Get you. By the way, now I'm, every I'm player it. I've talked to has said, "Stupid." They try to get people. You try to get these guys to sleep on the plane. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, there's a, it's there's a bunch of um, well, Russell Wilson running up and down the aisle. I mean, well, but there's doing, a bunch right, of logic to all of that, right? right. But, so seven. So you get there at seven. Okay, then you're you're there for whatever four or five days. You yeah, at some point the teams decided that was the best way to do it, and I'm telling you, every player I've talked to about that over the years said. I thought I read something recently. Was uh, this related more to golf? Like I was reading something about the Ryder Cup where they where they're saying you, the. You want to minimize the time right. that you're there. That's what you, I, that's you, what I you want to too. get you want to get over there on Friday or Saturday, not on Tuesday or Wednesday. Right, right. You don't want to like adjust that's the new yeah. thing. Right. But anyway, I'm just thinking the game starts over there at nine. No, the game starts over there at ten thirty, eleven thirty, twelve thirty, one thirty, two thirty. It's a two thirty, yeah. Two thirty game. Yeah. Game ends at five thirty. You're on the plane at eight. Their time. You get back here, and it's. Trying to go backwards. You get back here, it's three in the morning. Mm, sounds about right, yeah. And Does that sound right? Hang on a second. Because you're losing five. I'm trying right. to figure out which no, way no, but, is but the just harder. Do it, just do it from Eastern. Don't, 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 don't mess around with it at all. So it's 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. Right. Game's over at 12.30. 12.30, 1 o'clock. Right. right? You're out of there by. Three. I mean, the way these teams get out of there anymore. Like, you're you're on the plane at three. Yeah, okay, we'll go you're with home at we'll nine. Say, yeah, yeah, you're home at 9 o'clock. All right. So they might just sort of say it's just not as dramatic I, as you guys are. Right, and, and I would say that, that because you're coming back this way, it, it's probably easier. 
That would be my guess. I don't know why. I, I don't know why it changed. I think it would be different if you if the return trip where you were going back to get right. settled was putting you forward five or six hours. Right. That's just me. I, I don't have the answer to this, but that's all I know is that at some time ago they decided. This is still, of all, the league does a lot of dumb things. This is right up there with some of the dumbest things they do playing these games over there. I mean, it's idiotic. While I while I hear you, they got to pay Lamar Jackson two hundred and sixty million dollars. Like it's got to come having. It's got to come from somewhere. It's one thing if you have a team in London. I understand. And you have a team in London, and they play games over here for eight weeks, and then go home and play. but you don't even have a team there. You're just going over there like it's a carnival. Because they need to find another market to sell to. They need to they get good money for these games. It's they're they're opening. By the way, it's just it, what they going to Germany. They're going to go to oh, you know, they're going to Japan or Japan. A hundred percent. They're going to be taking regular season games. They used to of course, play more season game. Yeah, we 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 stopped. We should that. do one for as you're going to play in December. Ah, that's what you want to do next. This Let's is, do that one. This is like a puppy with a shiny ball. Let's do right. that one. In the middle of a sentence, all of a sudden he looks over. Let's and do that says, one. Ah, look at that thing. I'll There's start it off. In here. Okay, Twenty-eight percent. Yeah. There you go. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You and I actually haven't had a conversation since it got. You came in here to try to gloat the one morning, and you didn't realize that Stan came in on Friday. So then you turned around and you quit. No, I. I, I I I, didn't, I just came in to say hi. I was right there. I was right next door. So you and I actually haven't had a conversation since then. Okay. Um, I, I, it's funny because it just feels also anticlimactic. It, everything sort of feels like we've gone from paranoia and panic to everybody converting right back to the Ravens going to win the Super Bowl. Like it's it's hilarious how quickly this went from Eric's life changed. Well, yeah. Eric I mean, said he looked down at the text. Yeah. He said I, I was getting the coffee. I came back. I looked at my phone. I'm like, do you buy? We, we just signed Lamar. Do you buy the thing that uh, Jeremy Fowler said this week? That I, if they hadn't gotten the deal done, they w- they could have drafted Will Levis. No. Okay. Because they wanted to draft Forbes. So either way, they were going to draft Forbes if he was available. They, from what I heard, okay, but so Forbes wasn't going to be available. So now let's no, go. Let's skip ahead. No, they were not. They weren't doing that. Okay. I don't think so. Right. I mean, I think they were prepared to go on without him. I think Eric was shocked when he looked down at his phone and saw Lamar said, let's get this done today. I, I, I think Eric was surprised. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question about that, but mm-hmm. I don't think they were going to draft. The, they, they, they still had Lamar. Lamar, they, it wasn't, Lamar was going to play for them in 2023 at some point for 30-whatever million dollars or whatever the number became. They weren't going to draft a quarterback. I, I just don't buy that. But they were going to set themselves up to go through this hell all over again. But they weren't going to draft a quarterback. That 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 those kids aren't. They, they weren't. I'm drafted. much more interested. They weren't in, drafting a quarterback. I, I I wonder if they will regret. This is what I've heard. They were willing to go. It was who was who was who was before the Chargers. Was it Minnesota? Or was Minnesota after the Ravens? Who was before the Chargers? Uh, it Minnesota went, was after. It yeah. went Washington, someone, Chargers, Ravens. Uh, Washington, someone, Chargers, Ravens. They, who took, who took um, who, Jack Smith and Jigba? Seattle. Okay. And th- if they if, – if D.C. would not have taken Forbes, the Ravens were willing to move up two to get F- Forbes. They weren't willing to go any more than that. That's kind of silly. 
I'm just I, telling I, you that you can tell them they're silly, I, but that's yeah, but I, I like that they wanted to move up. They were willing to move up two spots to get him. Given the overall look, maybe But anyway, I'm if, just if, saying that as a as if, a if they if they believe that guy's that much I just think given the overall depth of the cornerbacks in the market, that wouldn't have been made that sense. That was to their me. that was their guy. That's fine, and I yeah. hear you. Like, I think this receiver is gonna be very good. But again, I'm saying that totally understanding right, but you, Ravens you don't wide receivers. They, they'll never succeed. Ravens wide receivers, wide receiver, I get it, but 100%. I also give them credit. They're, I do this all the time when I'm playing golf, and I've missed five, six footers in a row. The next one I get to, I go, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to miss them all. Right. Like, I got to make one by of these, accident. One of these I'm going to end up. Yeah, by it's, accident. It's weird how many rounds you never actually make one. One's it's going really, in. Really weird. How they're they're going to get one out. of these guys you right. You keep saying that. You keep saying that. <laughs> I think it's going to be this guy. Do you buy into them as being a Super Bowl contender? Sure. They got a really good quarterback. They have a very good defense. Well, you just said he's not playing in December. I don't know. Well, if you that that, that, well, that remains to be seen. Um, sure. I mean, I, I think their schedule looks a little imposing. I think this it's the first time I've really thought schedule, about the schedule tough. impact of it. This is yeah. a very difficult gauntlet to run just of the travel. And you have to see how the games play out. Like – Will the league say to them, we'll, we'll ship you. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to ship you to, to London. Right. But in exchange for that, you'll play San Francisco and Arizona back-to-back back back. weeks, and you can just stay out there, yeah. And then you'll have a buy. And then it's a question of whether they'll do that, And too, then you'll right? have a buy mm-hmm. or, or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Like, you know, I think the league – I mean, I know I used to do this when I was in soccer business. Like, as soon as the schedule came out – I picked through it so that I could call the commissioner and say, I can't believe you guys did this to us. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe you want us to lose this bad. And every coach in the league does that. Every coach in the NFL looks through the schedule and goes, well, they, here's where they got it out for us. How they expect us to do this? How they expect us to do that? Someone's always going to – there's always going to be a schedule that just falls into place like that because you don't know three years from now what teams are going to be good and what teams aren't going to be good, but they're all set already. We have n- no one knew in 2020, 2020 or 2019 that this particular season coming up, right, that these teams, the Jacksonvilles of the world, were going to be better. The, the, the These teams the Ravens are facing were all going to kind of just gel at the same time. That the 49ers look like they're going to yep. probably be good, like that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So if you're the league, I assume, though, you sit down and you put the schedule out and you then – Push it off to someone and say, "Okay, you're 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 the arbiter arbiter of this. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Is this fair? Does, do you see anything in this that looks as if it's not fair? I think they do that with every team. I think they attempt to do it, but I think sometimes all of the math that has to go into making these schedules almost forces. There is going to be something about the schedule. Well, someone's going." We're gonna look at and we're gonna say that doesn't seem right. Of course, like that. It's, it's just because it's so but impossible. Think, it's an impossible puzzle to figure at this point. But I think the inevitable part of it too is the teams that do go overseas. You you owe them one. I I, I you owe them in one. theory. I get that, but half the teams go overseas anymore. Like how can you? But you owe them one. You have to figure out a way. You have to be able to. You have to be able to say to them because what's in it for them. But they no 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 that's completely wrong. They every single one of these teams has wanted to go. I don't think the Ravens want to go. I don't think they wanted to go again. Well, I, it's been enough years. I don't years. think I, they want to go. I think it depends on who I don't you're think asking. They go. 
the folks that are in the business department in the Ravens understand the value okay, of these trips. The, the, but the team doesn't. The, 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 the coach doesn't The coach and the GM, they don't care. They don't, they don't, they that's don't not go. the way this works. That's not the reason why these games exist. They don't right. do these games to benefit the teams. They do these games because everybody understands they have to find the, – the Baltimore Ravens have arguably the smallest market of any team in the NFL. They have a – geofencing-wise, they have a very small area that they can market right. to. So if there's ever been a team that has needed to open up and try to find new markets, it's the Baltimore Ravens, right? right? Like from a business standpoint – Yeah, I mean, when you go to York – I go to York to play golf all the time. It's – all Eagles. All of a sudden, it's it does. Unbe- it does not take. It's unbelievable. It does it's not take all long Eagles and Penn State. Well, it should be Penn State. Um, right. Great point. Yeah, they're I mean, they're they're a fine institution. <laughs> nothing nothing bad has ever happened there. But it's but when and then when you go, you know, forty minutes south of here, it's eighty percent DC. Well, it was anyway. Like we'll, we'll see if they can get. But all if you that go bad. to but if you once you get past Columbia, it's I, all you say DC. that. But I'm I, like I've talked to more and more people in Montgomery County who are like it has started to slide. It has the, okay th- that combined with Lamar Jackson right. has slid young people. And even when you get into Ocean City and Rehoboth, in it's Ocean a lot City, of, it's as many Eagles fans as Eagles. it is anything. It's insane, right? How many times you go to Ocean City? I mean, there's City Raven stuff like, there, but it's also yes. a lot of. You go this summer, and you'll see Ravens towels and Eagles towels. It's it's bonkers yeah. how much of an Eagles fan base there is. You you can't and I, you know, I get it. Most of those people are probably from Delaware and came down, but right. it's wild. So yeah, to your point, Eagles it is very they geofenced as a as a franchise from a business standpoint have needed this mark need, needed new markets, new revenue streams. It's like when you go to DC and it's all Terp stuff. Right, great point, because they're the University of D.C. That's a great Well, they're you know, right there. Well, they're right there. That's a great point. You say that like you're not a, P, a number one fan. You're the guy who goes to all the games. I haven't been to a game in years. Well, I, went, I, don't think I've been back, I don't think I've been to a game since the pandemic. I went five or six times. I'm aware. To see, Will, to see Willsie, Willsie's <laughs> oh, team. Oh, Willsie's? <laughs> that's what we're going with now? Willsies. We're going to go down and see Hunter Dickinson next Oh, by game. the way, thanks a lot to Ratfink Dallas Stars last night, you punks, for uh, not winning in overtime. <laughs> Is that what you bet? They they won like 100 to 2 or something like that. They won that, like 6 3. Yeah, it was a butt kicking. They were up 5 1, and like, you bet overtime specifically. Yeah. You might have a problem, bro. <laughs> you, I don't, look, man, I don't like being the one to judge. I bet you 7 to 1. Yeah, I don't make a wager tonight. 100%. Well, you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> I will take I'm locked that. in on the PGA next week. Yeah. I'm locked in, man. I, I think I'm I got the ROM pick at the Masters. I think I got this one figured out next week. Okay. You're gonna well, tell me it? Oh, you're you're no, gonna, you're can't, tease it at Drew's can't do that. Yeah, Drew's Do whatever go there. But I, I I think I got something. Today's show is brought to you by AJ Michaels, expert and award winning AJ Michaels heating, AC, plumbing, and home performance. Will improve your home's energy efficiency and comfort levels. We have reached AC season. New rebates and discounts are available more at AJMichaels.com. Uh, Birds snapped their three-game funk last night, and the bats came to life just a little bit, just a, just enough. Uh, nice to see Gunnar Henderson get things going with a big hit, and then, of course, Adley, Rod- uh, Adley Rodriguez, whoever that is, Adley Rutschman delivers a two-run homer. Sounds like he'd be a good player. Yeah, right? I'd take him on my team if that's the case. Speaking of Rodriguez, Grayson Rodriguez uh, gamed out an effort last night. Got a huge strikeout, obviously, to end the fifth inning. 
I don't think he was dominant necessarily, but against a really good offense, um, you know, that was about what you could ask from Grayson Rodriguez. And then the bullpen comes through. The, the Felix Batista thing is weird as hell. The results continue to still be good, but boy, the path to the results is not desirable. It is shaky. It does something. I said this. I said this two weeks ago. Yeah. Something doesn't look right with him. I don't. And I don't know what. You know, I just don't know what that is, other than to say. I mean, it is results driven, but like, he's every single batter is a challenge. It's a. It's a Three two, three foul balls. That I mean, everything is a fight. He, I, I don't know. And again, you know how this goes. The teams are seeing him now. They're they're figuring him out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but they're I don't waiting. know how much. He's just not throwing strikes. I know, but I, I'm saying I, I'm I don't know if last year because of the because of the the newness and the speed, maybe the guys were swinging at pitches that maybe now they know. Right. Hey, don't swing at either one of the first two pitches. Leave him alone. And if he throws a strike, he throws a strike. Leave him alone because he's going to throw seven or eight pitches in this at bat if you if you just work it. It's that, Something is weird with him, Maybe, though, but sure. it also the fact that his velocity is down a little bit is concerning. Now, again, the results continue to be good. Like It's, it's not like he's not getting the ultimate save. He's just taking a very adventurous path towards the save, and it's – Interesting because you're watching Yenny or Cano not have nearly as interesting path towards getting his job done. I know there was a lot of criticism of Brandon Hyde for pulling Cano when he pulled him last night because he gave up one base hit, and then he said, well, doesn't have it clearly. He's broken. He's got to go. But it also seemed to me like maybe he was protecting the idea of being able to pitch Cano again tonight, whereas if he throws two innings last night, and more pitches than that, perhaps it becomes tricky. I know people are all over Hyde about this, right? It, and I, and I do understand when the dust settles in September, we forget this that the game, every game matters. Mm-hmm. You know, if you every team coughs up for and wins for that they shouldn't have, right? Ryan McKenna drops that ball like a goof. Okay, we gave that game away. Some other guy in July will do that for Oakland or Minnesota, and we'll win one. Like they they even out. But the the games that you lose any time in April, when September rolls around, or May, when September rolls around, and you're adding all the totals up, they matter just. They all they all matter. They are they're weighed exactly the same. So I get that people are. I don't want to call it. I don't want to say rabid. But a lot of people are all over Hyde about the use of these two, of, of Cano in particular and Batista. And even and I said this on, was it Saturday? Like what? I, I, they're all running together. When he put was it Baker. Saturday and and he didn't have he didn't put use and he didn't use Cano. Right. You're like, dude, what are you doing? What? what? He's sitting there waiting. Get he he's going to come in and get you two outs. What are you doing? But but I also will say that. You have 125 games left, and you you you've got to navigate those. You have to navigate all of these games with that in mind. I know you want to win them all right now, and that's awesome. And you want to be 28 and seven or whatever Tampa is, 28 and eight or whatever they mm-hmm. are. You want to be that. I get it, but you 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 can't get to June. Remember the one year, and I think you and I were even on the air. Remember the one year when they were flying into like maybe the end of May 
and then the bullpen just flatlined. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was it was nine or yes, nine correct. or ten. Yeah, 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 it was. It might have even been before Buck. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think it was before Buck. Mm-hmm. It might have been in like a Dave Trembley, um, Perlazzo thing where the, they were inexplicably rolling mm-hmm. early in the season, and the bullpen was doing great. And then in like June, it the bullpen just died. Right, and they they won sixty four games or whatever they won. Right, and and I know you know the rosters have changed a little now, and you. You got the flexibility to move guys in and out. Perez, I think, might only have one. I think Perez might only have one option left. So you, that may be it for no, him. Perez doesn't have an option. No, left. None. none. Yeah. So zero. So you, yes, it would have been. It would have been the, the you obvious on, answer. You hold on to him, or he's gone. Right. Right. So I am. I do. It, this is the. This is why the manager makes the big bucks. But I'm not. I'm also not 100 percent sure he's making all the calls. As it relates to, well, I think he's making the calls and, when who's going into a game. No, no, no. I don't, I'm saying I don't think that's a. No, I'm saying he's not making the calls in terms of who he has at his disposal. No, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Right. So, um, I, I do understand that you got to that you have to think a little bit more long term than the fans think. Which fans think I need to win this game right here tonight, right now against the Braves, and you, you as the manager might be saying. If I do this with him five times in the next four weeks, which when I say if I do this, which is my knee-jerk reaction is to throw Cano in there right now and let him throw 20 pitches mm-hmm. right now. What's that going to cost me? But if I can five times in the ne- if, if five times in the next month I can save 100 pitches with him, mm-hmm. even if I go two and three in those five games – those hundred pitches in August, I might go four and zero or five and one in, in in games like that. So I, I, I get it. I know people. I it is a contrast because all the games matter. And you want to stockpile as many wins as you can. But I'm telling you, get based on the starting pitching that we have slash don't have. The these arms are going to be wasted well, by well, June. Look again, Tate and Givens getting. And when in. they come back, when one of those two right. comes back, it's going to be huge. And if they both come back and they're healthy, that's going to be really huge. Yes, it now changes a lot of things. You're going to lose Perez, and you're going to lose that Columbine guy or whatever his name is. I don't think they're Colum. I, I don't know who they're going to lose. That's the, uh, well, the awkward I, part. Is I'm I not, still don't. I have, think he's on the he's teetering on the edge of showing his true colors for because, sure because of Saturday night. No, I I don't know. I I think he was really good early on. He was ex- I just he was outstanding. I, so much. I really do believe this, and and. It's funny that we're bringing this up because I had before he went to way before he went to spring training. I had breakfast with Gavin Sheets and we were just talking baseball, and I was just asking him questions like about pitchers and all that. And he's like, "You have no idea how important it is to see the guy three times in a game." Well, that's why, like, but that's you, why we're not doing that. No, no, no. Anymore. Right yeah. when you see the guy three times in a right. game, and he goes, and so like with because I was asking about Batista and. If you remember, he faced Batista last year in Baltimore in the ninth inning of the game where what's his name hit the home run. The Stowers Stowers hit the home run, rescued them, and Sheets said, "I I I couldn't even see the ball." Mm -hmm. But he said, "But you know, the more times you see those guys and you see their arm angle and you see how they release the ball and you you pick up on their cadence a little, the better you're prepared for it." Right, sure, and I think just from a relief pitching standpoint, 
the the more of these guys you trot out, and I'm just going to use this number. I could be way off. The if you if you've got 20 guys you can showcase during the season, that's way better than if you only have 12. Well, okay. I mean, I hear you on that. Right. I, you just shuffle them in and out. Now the problem is some of them don't have any options left. Correct. So you're you're, you're going to lose one of them maybe. Right. Well, that's where they are. I, mean, with, I don't think with, with Voth and and Perez lose, right now. I would way prefer to lose Perez over Voth, and I. I think Voth is okay, mm-hmm. but he can also be the guy that the next time out when Rodriguez gives up four runs in an inning and a third, you can throw Voth in there, well, and he can th- he can throw fifty pitches. Well, they brought up Drew Rom, so they, they I don't know okay. what I don't and I don't know what the thought process is with Drew Rom. I have no idea. It was very weird to me that they brought up Drew Rom yesterday, like to say he uh, was who just, went down Aiken. Yeah, but we expected Aiken to be yeah. one of the. We thought that Aiken would be one of the guys that would go when Tate and Givens got here, right? We assumed right. he was always going to be he on the chopping block. Probably has. Oh, that was, I think that was, was his last, last option. That was it for Aiken. Last option, yeah. yeah I was but say I think one. they, I think that Aiken's more of the who cares at this point. Like I, I don't think they even think of him as highly as they do Voth. To be honest with you, at this point, so well, I don't, clearly they don't. If they just wasted an option on him that reduces him now to zero, yeah, I don't. I just don't think they're all that worried about it. I, I don't think. Well, what they're not worried about is that he's not going to get picked up. Yeah. Right. Oh, you mean if, if he... Or, if, or th- I think they would say, even if he does, we'll, we'll live. Like, we, we can just find somebody else's Keegan Aiken. I think they've accepted... They, they did. The Common Bay guy. Or, or Austin Vogt, right? right? Like, right. that's sort of what they feel that they can do there. I'm very worried over the, over the long haul. I, I'm still very bullish on them. I, I do... I'm, I'm not changing, but I... But I am a little worried that I think they could flatline in June or July with the bullpen. Well, I'm. They got to keep I, the getting bullpen concerns decent me far starting. Yeah, that it's the starting pitching. They got to keep getting de- decent starting we'll, pitching. We'll and I wrote about this today with Rodriguez today. Like, wh- <coughs> I I didn't, but I had someone wrote it. But I helped the create, you know, edit it. But what the story on my website was written by somebody. It was written by a guest writer today. A guy that oh, wanted okay. to write baseball for me, and he did a good job. Oh. Um, but. Just a guy. Wrote, no, he, well, no, his name is Brad. <laughs> oh, so this guy was walking down the street the no, other no, day. No, no, he was like, you know no, what no, I've no, always no. dreamed of doing? Fan. His name is Brad Obrecht. He's a good guy. I'm, okay. But he wrote about Grayson Rodriguez. And his point was, wh- when do you start When do you start worrying about his innings? He's thrown 25 innings. I would have been planning on it at the beginning of the year. Right. Well, but what are they doing? I think he I brought up know, a good point. Yes. Like, what are, they, what, are, what are they doing about it? What's the number? Is the number... 100 innings? Is it pitch count? Is it 125 innings? Because if it's 100 innings, let's just pretend. he He's only thrown 100 innings once in his entire career in the minor mm-hmm. leagues four years, three or four years ago. He threw four innings last year. Four. Mm-hmm. The whole year. Mm-hmm. If it's 100 innings, he his starts are going to be expired by the All-Star break. He, uh, potentially. I mean, yeah, like, he's going to. If if they he's just made, throw him out every fifth ma- day, but I don't expect that that's going to be the case. Well, that's the point. That, 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 it was point. sort of my question when I brought up. Are they going to stagger him? When I, when, Remember when the Braves did this, where the Braves went they with a couple of guys, they, they would skip a start every third start? Yes. I, I think they're going to have to look at that that's, if they want him to be around well, September. That, that was sort of my question when we were sitting here yesterday and Griffin's like, oh, they called up Drew Rahm. I said, why? Why would they call up Drew Rahm? And the answer from the internet was, well, he's just here for a couple days. He might not even pitch. He's just here to be the emergency if you need a long man bullpen guy for a little while. And I said, well, why would you use an option for that? Like, why? how does that make sense? Why would it make sense to you to go with 
Drew Rom in that role instead of just sticking with Keegan Aiken in that role. So it made me think, are they planning on right. skipping a Grayson start? Is the plan that we've got to start thinking about this now and we need to skip a start at some point? And I don't know what the plan is because they also have an off day this week. They don't play on Thursday, so they could skip a I guess they do they have an off day on Monday? They play on Monday, don't they? Yeah, they could play all four next week, so they wouldn't be able to do that. Let me take that back. They wouldn't be able to skip a Grayson start because they have all four against the Angels using the off day. So they would have to use somebody to pitch. So Drew Rahm's presence makes way more sense to me if it's in the moment he's an emergency, you know, long man in the bullpen. Right, like maybe we see him tonight and then, we, if, and then his if next appearance necessary, is right. right. If necessary, you use him that way. Right. But what he's really here to do is to start so that Grayson doesn't the next time through the rotation. Because I get it. You can say, hey, you got three options with these guys. And it's, an option is just for the year, right? Like, it's everybody always – it's not sent up, come back down. You get three years where it just counts as one option. So it's not the end of the world if you use an option because you're essentially saying, we think at some point this year we're going to bring Drew Rahm up anyway and might have ended up sending him back down. So who cares right. that we're doing it now? But is it necessary to do it that way? To me, it's very confusing – that you made that move and made me think that the plan is we got to start thinking about when we might skip a start for Grayson Rodriguez. I always found it odd that they weren't just beginning him with three inning starts and saying you're going to pitch three innings for the foreseeable future because, as I've said a million times, the disaster scenario is the one where Grayson Rodriguez is pitching well in July. You didn't go out and acquire a big-name pitcher at the deadline. You're in the race, and then you shut him down on Labor Day. That is poisonous to this fan base. I mean, that is... If they just say on August 28th, okay, that's Grayson's yeah, last start. Correct. I mean, yeah. it is a nightmare scenario for this fan base for you to say, you know, you still haven't extended anybody, you still haven't... Right. You haven't done anything, and on top of all of that, when you're a game out of a wild card spot on Labor Day, one by the your, way, that's... One of your five pitchers can't... Correct. That's yeah. the last you're going to see a Grayson Rodriguez for the year. Just an absolute nightmare, so they should have been planning on that for some time. Well, it's going to definitely be an issue, right? It's going to hundred percent. It's going to be an issue, and it's weird that they, I, they don't, they, they don't. There's no obligation for the Orioles to explain what the plan is, and their answer sure, might right. very well be. I agree with that. And as this has been brought up to me a couple times, it might very well be they're not dealing with it until they have to, because what they don't want to do is make a plan, start doing these things, and then Grayson Rodriguez gets hurt and ends up being shut down for a month anyway, and so why were they messing around with this thing right. when that problem was going to be solved by something else that could come up? And it very well could. It's, Bordick talks to me about this. When we had Bordick on yesterday, we was like, Stop. We, we worry too much about what's the plan for Colton Kowser. Well, their plan might very well be Colton Kowser will be here the moment one of these guys gets hurt. Right. That's and, the way it's going to go. And they will. And that's, yeah, it's baseball. These guys are going to get the idea that all of them are going to be here for 162 games it's nonsense. Right. Somebody's going to get hurt, right. and that's going to be the path. And then if he gets up here and shows that he belongs here, then they'll deal with the problem when they deal with it. They'll figure it out then. But they don't have to force something right now because it's not necessary. That's the argument that baseball people make all the time. It's all the time you hear these things tend to solve themselves. Right. Yeah, we've got 162 games. Somebody's uh, Look at Urias. Right. He's out right now, right? Yep. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Drew's here. DrewsMorningDish.com, Fairways and Greens, 105.7, The Fan. It is baseball season. If you're like Drew, and every now and then you like to make a wager. <clears throat> yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. 
what I would encourage you to do is wander over to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers and sign up to get five second-chance bets from PointsBet when you deposit and bet your first $50. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash offers is the way to go. When we come back in, we will... You know what? I do want to... One other thing about the schedule this week that caught me completely off guard that I haven't talked about at all. Will you be okay if there are a bunch more Ravens games on Fox instead of CBS this season? We'll talk about that, and we'll get into Would You Rather Wednesday. No! That's coming up next. Glenn Clark Radio. What air conditioning company can save 50% of your energy cost and qualify you for up to $7,500 in rebates? A.J. Michaels. We do more, we do it better for less. In Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson looks at the pipeline of talent still to come for the Orioles. Diving in on last year's number one pick, Jackson Holiday, and other top prospects like Colton Kowser, Heston Kerstad, Kobe Mayo, and more. Also inside, Todd Karpovich profiles Orioles pitcher Kyle Gibson. And Bo Smolka breaks down what progress would mean for the team's 2022 draft picks in their second pro season. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farms stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. The All-America Senior Game powered by New Balance will be back at Johns Hopkins Homewood Field on July 29th. The most decorated girls and boys lacrosse players in the country have been invited to play in what is the premier lacrosse event of the year. Every college coach wants their players in this game, and if you dream of being in this game, you start by trying out for one of your regional underclass teams this summer. The best against the best. Get your tickets now at allamericalacrosse.com. That first sip, that first bite, mm. starts your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Costas Inn has been serving up delicious steamed crabs for over 50 years. Lately, the crabs you want to eat when the weather warms up have gotten harder and harder to get. So get your crab eating game plan in place. Make sure to stick this number on your fridge, 410-477-1975. Call ahead and reserve the size crabs you want. You may be able to walk in, but you may also be disappointed at the size or maybe even get shut out altogether. So call ahead, have a plan, and then arrive on your crab eating vacation. Costas also has delicious crab soup and crab cakes. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard. For more than 50 years, they've been satisfying crab lovers in and around Baltimore. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Check out PressBoxOnline.com every day to find daily winners and betting advice from Jeremy Kahn. And if you want some advice about life decisions that you probably shouldn't make, here's Glenn Clark. Right, back in here on GCR, Drew Forrester, Drew's MorningDish.com. Yeah, it's Paul. Why don't you guys get new commercials? <laughs> it's the rejoiner. Get rid of that guy. <laughs> you know, what is your beef with Paul? <laughs> it's so weird, the people that you fight with. <laughs> you choose that 
you hate. Like, I understand you hating Proctor. That always made sense. <laughs> that was like, a good I, bit, too. Yeah, wasn't like, it? I, I like that one. But Paul, what did he do to <laughs> what you? What did Paul do? Right? Poor Paul. Hey, if you've uh, not seen all of the area's minor league baseball teams, we got a chance for you to go check them out this summer. Right now, you go to PressBoxOnline.com. I was going to say tonight. All of them? Go, no, I was going to say, you got a chance tonight to go down to Camden Yards. Stop. That was the old days. Stop. That would have been yeah. good shtick right. in the old days. Yes, once upon a time, that would have been good. No, they're the two best teams in baseball now, Drew. Which is bizarre. So, uh, you can win four tickets to each of the local minor league baseball teams, plus an Easy Pass Maryland on-the-go transponder preloaded with $25. And a $50 gas card from Royal Farms to help you get around. You must be 18 or older in order to enter, and the sweepstakes ends June 14th. Get over to PressBoxOnline.com slash contests in order to sign up. So oh, Shohei's pitching here Monday night. We actually had our crack research team on that earlier in the week. I had Griffin like mapping it out. Well, it's cool now because if Drew Rahm is going to make a start, I think it would be I think it, like the way it lines up. That would be up, Grayson's next yeah, start. It would, it would be Monday. Monday. Rom versus Otani. That would work. Which yeah, is why I think right. we should see Rom tonight because he hasn't pitched since May third now. So yeah, you would want to make sure that yeah, he's. That he well, but I, we also don't know if that's the plan at all, right. or if they no. just brought him up for whatever reason for funsies, and they're going to keep going with Grayson Rodriguez. But the point being, yes, we believe that Shohei Otani will pitch on Monday night in Baltimore, and that should lead to a few more people going down to the ballpark on a Monday night. You hope. You'd like this to think. Been I will say that. Like, I, I, Did you see Cunningham got in a fight with everybody well, I the other saw night? that you wrote about it on your website because right. I made the mistake of wandering over there. Um, he, he got mad and pulled it, out, pulled it's, it off. It's, it's funny that the Rays aren't more of a draw because they're the best team in baseball, but I also kind of get it. They're the least marketable team sure. in baseball history. And this is when I had that conversation about being the next Rays. Part of it was referencing this. That, like, yes, the idea of being competitive sounds good, but at the same time, when you're constantly moving on from your players and trying to find maximum value and acquire the next guy and do that bit, it makes it more difficult to identify and develop who the superstars are. If you're a real baseball fan, if, you're a, if you love and desperately care about baseball, you understand Randy Arozarena and Wander Franco are legitimate stars. Like, you get that. Sure. But the casual sports fan, the person who's not a hardcore baseball fan, doesn't understand that at all. And yet they know Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are stars. Right, of course. So despite the fact that the Angels are not nearly as good as the Rays are, I always expected there would be better crowds next week when the Angels come to town than there would be this week for the Rays because the Rays are the least marketable franchise you know, other than maybe the Oakland Athletics, who have a new marketing uh, idea. And i got to be honest, I don't think it's going well. Which is, <laughs> yeah. hey, we're moving to Vegas. <laughs> no, Well, there's that. Come on and, out. And there's the... Um, we have eight wins? Well, no, the, uh, the, the idea of maybe we'll have... You never know what our announcers might say. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Tune in, because you just never know. What it is that they might say during a broadcast? Are you one hundred percent sure oh, he, he said that? Said, there's no, there's no. He's one hundred percent what he said. Now, whatever. After that, they can have. There's room, I think, for warranted discussion about. You know, I think everybody believes it was a mistake. I don't think there's anybody on the planet who thinks. But that you, he, you don't think he might have said? No, I listened to it. No, you look, hear me yeah. out. You, you don't think he said that word? But no, wait. Well, let me rephrase it. You don't think he. Tried to say Negro, but it was it came out as N I. No, it did not uh, sound like that. Okay, it okay. did. It didn't sound like that. But again, I'm not. I, I'm in a weird place with that one. I don't think I'm I mean, the person. Why, why would I, you say that? Through, through. I understand. I understand. Like, what are you thinking about? Right, correct. 
Um, you want to say something about Bob Huggins? <laughs> I mean, no, why would you I, say that? <laughs> I so there's few people that I associate more. I, with I Bob would Huggins almost say you, like I, there there is no there's no way to like endorse uh, endorse isn't even the right word. There's there's no way to even remotely say to either one of those moments like that that's understandable there's no way to say that but the huggins one is like unbelievable mm -hmm. because he was just having a casual conversation and they wound him up mm -hmm. and he just said that i mean it was totally oh and he said it twice to make sure you knew it wasn't a mistake right it wasn't an error right he's just garbage like, like what are you talking about um He's got to get fired, right? And I am not a fire people right. kind of guy. I'm really right. not. Like that Oakland A's guy, I don't know what to make of that. He's a 20-year, and then Huggins has a long-standing career too. A, a lot of it not not very decorated, but he's won a I, lot of games. I'm not a I'm not a fire over. I once had a producer for me uh, drop right. the f bomb we, we on the air. It, we brought it up yesterday, <laughs> right? The, the problem but, is, and this is what I said when we had about. What happened that morning, and this is an important thing, because people say, well, people say the wrong thing all the time. What happened that morning is I said something that I do say regularly. You caught me in, a, in my moment of weakness. I said something I that, led I, you right there. that I do say regularly. Right. I regularly say, right. we don't need an effing whatever. Right, like, right, I, right, I say right, that all the right, time. Right. That's the real problem with these scenarios is with Bob Huggins, there's no, you, you just got a glimpse into what it, life is like around Bob Huggins. You don't casually bring you, that up you in would an interview think. unless it's very commonly used. That's the Where way it just rolls off your tongue. Correct. And you forget that There's, you're on the radio. There is absolutely zero chance for him to be able to but say. But he's got to lose his job over this, right? It, the easy thing for somebody to say, if there's ever a place where, you know, maybe they don't care, it's West Virginia, right? Hey, like, Bob, way to go. If, if, if you wound them up, didn't you, Bob? 100%. <laughs> like, that's the easy thing to say. Right. But, yes, at some point, someone within – that's a state government official. That's probably the highest paid person in the state. Oh, by far. Right? Right. At some point, someone there has to say, guys, I, I get it. We're actually going to end up pissing off our fan base because – they're kind of back ass words. You can't say that. But we can't have that. Like someone has to be capable of stepping in and saying, "No, if we don't know that we have to say you're fired, then we." So none the of us interesting have thing is, and I, I'm I'm cheating a little because I did see this online. So I'm I'm going to borrow this topic, but it is interesting. What would the reaction have been if he would have said Catholic gays? What would the reaction have been? Um, it wouldn't have been good. But I don't know that it would have been. A m but the content of it was right. still going to. It, it revolved around a discussion about artificial penises. Right. And he then segued that into, which is not good, right? But he segued that into. But I'm trying to figure out what, what the. So do you, do you, is it, is it the topic that he created or the slur? Well, I think there's a few things there that are problematic. I, right, but, like, but which one is the one that puts him over the top? And we know what yeah, it is. it's the word. It's I the don't slur. disagree with sure. that. But I also think that there would be a handful. I think that there were a lot of Catholic people that were quite bothered by the idea of you being disparaging to Catholics. That's my point. Like, I think which there's one, a, Which one 
With the one that makes it fireable uh, is you can't you just can't use that right. word. No, 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 I get but there it. would have definitely been plenty of people, you know, your your friends in the Catholic faith, there would have been plenty of people that would have said, dude, by the way, we're not okay with that either. Right. Like we're not just giving it a pass. Like I it, it's I have no idea what he was thinking about. I well I, I, I well I do, but the the Oakland A's guy, I, I I just don't know what to think about. I well, I don't have the answer, but I also am willing to say that I'm not the person that maybe should be making the decision in that situation. That perhaps I should just be. Is listening. he back yet or no? No, he's not back no. yet. No, I, I at this point I'd be surprised. What he should have done as soon as he said it, mm-hmm. the minute he said it, he should have said, "And that's a home run by Castellanos." Yeah, <laughs> oh, he had, a, he had a huge game last night, didn't he? And it's yeah, four nothing. Yeah, of course yeah, he did. Castellanos had a home run. And it's, right. the, it's the easiest bet you can ever. Whenever somebody has to apologize for something <laughs> that they said, go ahead and bet. A huge game from Nick Castellanos. Right. And I think it wasn't just a home run. I want right. to say he went like three for four right. last night. He definitely had multiple hits. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it was a That's what he should have said. As soon as he said it, who was next to him? Dallas Braden? Yeah, Dallas Braden the, was next to him. Who looks like he, the, uh, who looks like uh, the Unabomber. Like, get... <laughs> if you were wrong, I would tell you you were wrong. Right. Oh. Yeah. You're not. Yeah, he went man. three for four. He had two RBIs, a home run. Of course run. he did. He went through. Nick Castellanos went three for four with a home run <laughs> last night. Because of course he did. Right. It's got to be the greatest news for Castellanos. Anytime he sees one of these stories no pop up on the internet, he's like, hell yeah, man. Big night for me coming. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I know. It never fails. All right, let's play Would You Rather Wednesday. Would You Rather Wednesday. Oh, the, the, the football thing. There could be more Ravens games on Fox this year. Oh, you okay with that? I don't care, but I mean, I, it is going to be weird. I, it's not just that it's. I weird don't to like me. Fox. I, I I don't either. Fox is terrible. And I, I, for years, for I tried TV. to figure out, and I, I would ask this constantly on Twitter: Is it just because we're used to CBS, so that when it's on Fox, we're just not used to it, and we don't like things that are new or different? But the best way I can define it is, because the Ravens have largely been good, we have been guaranteed that at least half of the games would be called by Jim Nance, Ian Eagle, and Kevin Harlan. I mean, it's insane. It's embarrassing how how fortunate that we've well, been. Be careful putting the other two with in the same, well, same, with due same respect, sentences. He's, he's the Just third of careful. the three. Like, I love him, but he's the... We're comparing I'll, him to the I'll two guys that my, are the absolute. I'll be seeing myself out right now. I understand now. that. I know it's going to offend you. What's wrong with you? But the other two guys are the two absolute best at what they do in the business. Like, it's insane how good those guys are. Watch yourself. But I'm still putting him in the group. I'm still including him in this Keep conversation. Trying. You better get an apology also, un- ready. Un- and there's un- un- Castellanos right, with a right, right. two-run homer. <laughs> and I'll make it a 4 nothing game. <laughs> um, I, that's the part to me that's infuriating is the idea that now it's going to be less Kevin Harlan, Ian Eagle. Like, now it's going to be – and I'm sure – look, they are fine broadcasters that Fox I says. I think. now. What? I can just hear him now. What? I can hear him now. Oh, Brenneman? No. Who? Nope. Who? What are we doing? Welcome to Baltimore. For <laughs> I'm Jerry Coleman. And the Ravens. To- <laughs> no. I don't, think, I don't think that's who's going to get the Fox assignment. How funny would that be? It'd be amazing if it was. It would be must watch My TV. God. It would be incredible if that was the case. I love oh, it. by the way, did you see the thing? Oh, before we move on from Bob Huggins. I, I got to drop this on them yesterday. Did you see what was unearthed? Uh, no. Oh, my God. Hang on. I have to pull up. It's no. the most amazing. It's, it's not better than the kid nutmegging the police stop, officer stop, in the hall. Stop. When you see it, <laughs> you are going to be so convinced it has to be fake. 
you're just there's no way you're gonna believe that this is real. When okay. you, I saw this tweet pop up immediately after the Bob Huggins thing, and I said, "There's no chance that this is legitimate. This okay. has to and be." And it is because everything's AI now, right? right like sure. everything's fake. So when you see these things, you say, "Okay, I, I better not share this because there's no way it's actually real. It's very much real. It's impossible how real it is." Hang on a second, I got it. The, the the original tweet disappeared, and I got to find it somewhere else. Nothing's better than the kid coming out of the jail cell and nutmegging the police officer. It's good. I'm not arguing with that, you. It's good. And they throw him back in. What if I told you that uh, in 2020, in the fall of 2020, okay, so pandemic, post pandemic, Bob Huggins brought someone in to speak to the team. Okay. Now think about who he might have brought in to speak to the team. Okay, COVID. Just think, just Getting think ready about to navigate COVID. Right. Like, who would be someone that would make sense for him to have brought in to have spoken to the team? Okay, um, Bobby mm-hmm. Knight. Bobby Knight. Okay, that would have been a good. It would have been controversial, given you know Bobby Knight's kind of a curmudgeon and but, but, but strang- Bobby Knight strangled in, a guy through a chair. Well, at Bobby Knight's guy. coming in to talk about basketball. Right, John make, Wooden. Oh, John Wooden's make, dead. That would make sense. But that would have been a really yeah, good. Would have been a really good get. Right, a hell of a get. Phil Jackson. Yeah. Phil Jackson, sure, he's found some controversy recently, right? Like, right. Would have made sense. Why don't you check out this tweet that was unearthed from uh, Coach Hugs on Twitter about a guest that he invited in to speak to the team in 2020? Why don't you go ahead and read that tweet? Why don't you just go ahead and take a look at that? <laughs> go ahead. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh my <laughs> 2020. God. Yeah. <laughs> What is? Th- it's impossible. It's imp- when I read it, I said, "This is fake." Refresh Somebody, my memory again about Brenneman. It happened in 2020. But refresh my memory on what he did. He's the guy. There's a deep, uh, deep oh, drive right, from right, 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 right. But no, I know that he's the guy. But what did he say that got it? He did something. Oh, that, he said it was. Uh, he did something that got him the, the F capital of. No, he was talking about going to. They were they were playing Kansas City, but they were talking about an upcoming game in San Francisco. Uh, and he said it's the F capital of the world. Right. Oh, yeah. And his mic was on. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Right. And it wasn't fruit, by the way. No. It certainly wasn't. It's the same one that his buddy Bob Huggins. Oh, my God. <laughs> felt so comfortable throwing oh around. Yeah, that one is kind of hard to. I want to thank to... my friend Tom Brenneman for traveling over to Morgantown and speaking to the team. His message isn't one of excuses, but one of accountability. It takes courage. To confront, and you know what? I agree. It takes courage to confront mistakes. Bob, you're going to be on. doing the same thing and here, I boss. Guys, learned from that. Oh my god! That, by the way, is the greatest. Like I, I can't believe that that exists, and it's to me the most important moment in internet history. Mm. That they immediately, immediately, oh, they dig in it up. Aftermath. Fine. I mean, Somebody's going to find it. They're always going to find it. It's unbelievable. It's always going to, the internet will always beat you. All right. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by our friends at Birdland Sports. They have, have you seen this shirt? I, I don't, I'm, I'm worried that you're probably out on it at this point, but this is my favorite shirt that Josh has done so far. Okay. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to order one this week. That was the new one that he oh, did this week. Oh, I, really, Lasso, I really like little, the Ted I, I like Lasso that. Believe themed. Okay. Um, it works perfectly. It's available right now at BirdlandSports.com. By the way, I called the whole thing with um, Trent, the newspaper guy, being gay. Remember? Okay, what, what is that? I called ha- that. Okay, what do you? What I do called that on your show. But what do you want? I don't understand. No, I what just do you want, want you to. All right. Okay. I called that on your show. Congratulations, bud. There you go. Look at that. 
should be good this week. I mean, we had the breakup yep. between the girls. Yep. Got a lot lot going on. Who does I, she end up back with? Which one of them does she end up back with? Jamie. Jamie? Jamie. I think, Jamie, I think it's Jamie, too. Yeah. I think, it I think it's Jamie, and I think or Ted. Roy. Oh. No. Oh. No. Ted's going to go back with his ex-wife. His ex-wife. Yeah. Yeah. That became, you know that. That, that, that scene you know that. at the end of the last episode. You know, you know that. You know what really drove... I, we talked about it on the show the other day. It drives me nuts how ham-fisted the Hey Jude scene was, and yet how perfect it was. Like, it was completely ham-fisted, and yet I was crying anyway. Like, it was... I'm rolling my eyes through the tears. Right. Um... She'll go back with Jamie, and Roy will give it his blessing. Right, correct. He'll be happy for them, right? One hundred percent. Which I agree. would be, and he'll, he'll probably say, "This is the first time I've ever been happy he'll, in my life." He'll approach and give Jamie a hug. Okay, that okay. that will be a major. You know plot they're point. winning. You know they're beating West Ham to relegate I, West Ham or something. Yeah, right? well, they can't relegate West Ham at but, this point. But, but like, you, yes, they're, it'll they're, be of some significance. They're going to the gonna end of the beat, season. But as I said all along, it will lead to Nate replacing Ted. As the Richmond at, manager, at AFC forward. Richmond, gotcha. Yes. Okay. Like Nate will have his moment where he realizes how evil what's his face is. Right, Rupert. Rupert, thank you, and that will lead to him leaving and rejoining the the gang, and and everything will happen. That's the way it's going to go. Football is life. Uh, anyway, you can win that shirt from BirdlandSports.com just by participating in Would You Rather Wednesday today. Get your responses in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash Glenn Clark Radio. Number one. Yes. I'm going to give you a free flight, hotel, and game ticket for the Ravens game in London. Okay. No thanks. But <laughs> the game is going to go exactly the same way as the last one. Uh, 47 to yeah. 7 or whatever? 44 to 7. 44 7. Or, or you pay your $6,000 for your trip package, and they win by a final score of 6 to 3. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You're going to pay for everything and they get beat? I'm I'm gonna pay for your. So you have to pay you're for your gonna food pay, or but you're gonna pay for everything. I'm gonna pay and for all lose, the. Yeah, I'll and, take that. And they lose forty four seven. I couldn't care less. Okay. Give me the free trip. Oh yeah, you're, for sure. If it's one game, who cares? Griffin. Uh, the second option was they lo- they win six to three. They win six to three. But I pay for you everything. paid for the trip. You get you, but and they win. Man, but it's six oh, to three. Come on. I mean, this yeah, is I mean, such a no brainer. It probably should be a no brainer, but I mean. Winning would be nice. Oh, losing to the God. Titans, Lo- losing forty-four to seven. Who cares? <laughs> but lose seven it's, to six this or forty-four is, this to is seven. The moment it would mean, they're winning in the other scenario. Oh, yeah, who it cares? Win the game. Free. It's free. It's free. It would mean something really bad had to have happened, like Lamar's hurt or something. Well, that, that well that never happens. Well, no, it was the game's October. He's playing. So <laughs> it's, there's our guy. Well, how are they going <laughs> to lose, lose forty-four to seven then? There he is. They're not going to because they're not going to lose forty-four to seven with Lamar. Give an answer. I guess yeah, pay the all expenses all right. paid oh, trip. Very good. Loser you are. Uh would you <laughs> would you rather <laughs> Orioles starting pitching continues to be just as good as they've been for the last five games, but the offense continues to be as hit or miss as they've been for the last five games, or the offense reverts back to what we saw at the beginning of the season, but the starting pitching also reverts back to being pretty rough. Gotta too. have the pitching. Pitching, 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 pitching. No. Right. The, if the the off the way the offense was playing, they were never out of a single game, and I think I'd rather have the offense be good. One you of the can have the five. offense, and you guys will be forty and fifty on August first. <laughs> and the pitching was good, and they lost three nothing. Gotta, gotta have, gotta have pitching because for the long term of the of the season. 
I I hate saying it because it's boring as sin, but I think you're right in the scenario. I, yeah, I, you I, I you think got the pitching is the the bats and the hitters. I, well, hang on, it, it's ebbs the, and flows. This is where hey, damn, I'm going to do this. This is where you have to judge how important you think this season is, and what's more important, the guys that are it's here, very important. the pitch like the pitchers that are here. How many of them are you sure are definitely part of the long term? Three at least. Are you sure? Sure. I mean. I'm not nearly as convinced of that as you are. I okay. think there's one that's here that's certain to be a part of it, and I think that everybody else is kind of a Kramer's going to be here next year. I uh, he's yeah. going to be here next year. I mean, if he pitches like he did on Friday night, yeah. He, he, if he pitches like he did in basically every other start this season, it was a hell of a trade we got for him. Correct, Manny Machado for Dean Kramer, straight up. <laughs> who's straight who the fuck? Who the funk it? Yeah, right. The Orioles won that trade, it, right? <laughs> Just as we all thought in the Man, moment. he's on like his third team since yeah, then. Right? Yeah, right? Yeah, right. didn't even win a World Series right. in L.A. Losers. Right. We got Dean Kramer. Right. And number three, uh, I know this is di- – imagine you've got a normal job. Okay. Your boss offers you – oh, are you familiar with the uh, story of the Wagyu steak sandwich from uh, the F1 Miami this. race this weekend? Yeah. Oh, this is uh, uh, some guy – and, again, you got to question it because he's got a blue check mark, and now if you've got a blue check mark, I have to assume that you've – your nonsense right um but some guy said he went to the uh f1 race in miami and he ordered a 40 dollar wagyu steaks 42 dollar wagyu steak okay. sandwich it's probably good and that was what it was he just got. a ham sandwich that was what uh he was handed that that was the sandwich that showed up for oh his 42 dollars yes to griffin's point it's a ham sandwich um, and appears to be nothing but a ham it looks very much like a fire festival sandwich just replace the the government cheese for a couple of slices of ham. That's what it appears to be. So, your boss offers you the chance to have the entire summer off, Memorial Day to Labor Day, if you eat nothing but that sandwich for lunch and dinner every day. Or, I'll see you guys at work on Tuesday. Yeah, what the hell? You only live once. You're going to eat that stupid sandwich? I got off my world. What the hell is the point of having the summer off if that's what you're eating? (laughs) What is the point? I'll sneak something. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go to jail. You're trying to. Well, I'm not doing that then. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, I'll see it work. Yeah, I see it work on Tuesday. You get paid throughout the summer? Yeah, you get oh, paid okay. vacation if you just eat the sandwich. I can suck it up, I think. Okay, that'll make one of us. That's what I ate Not throughout elementary school. Ham yeah, sandwich. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, uh, what's going on with you? That's it. Just uh, fired up here, getting ready for uh, the college lacrosse uh, stuff to happen. That's what you're fired up for? <laughs> <laughs> the college lacrosse stuff to happen. <laughs> No, pop up. When you start talking, do you know what's about to come out? No, or? but no, I'm you like, just, it's I an am, adventure for you too. I am like you're Bob. excited to find out. I what am it like is. Bob Huggins. Yeah, um, let's let maybe not that, do that in that regard. Let's yeah. maybe not. Uh, no, everything's good. You know, Coward Hall Golf rolling in the playoffs uh, next week. And um, can I bet or is that no? You don't want to bet on the high school golf. Trust me. Are you sure? No. Right. You never know from shot to shot. But you would give me the inside information. You never know from shot to shot oh, what might happen. Okay, fair enough. And get ready for the PGA, man. Second major of the year. I think I got. Is that up. working? Then moving it to May to people. It like, is. Up okay. gets my better judgment. Yes, it okay. is working. All right. It is working. Um, you know, particularly now that they've moved the FedEx Cup into August, created a little bit more of a. Okay. May, April, May, June, July, August. I feel like maybe it's working because there's 
This is the, August actually worked for me because there was nothing else going right. on that I cared about. Right now, the NBA playoffs are they're, still going and they're on. Tr- I, you, <laughs> right. I won't. They're I, trying to get as far away too from football as they can. I, and right? I got that, yeah. but like I don't care about the August football. It's, I think I got an upset winner next week. Oh yeah, a little bit of an upset in the XFL championship. No, 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 PGA. Oh, little oh. maybe an upset. Well, he's due. Yeah, oh, he is due for it's sure. His, it's his time. You know what? I'll wait till next week. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil. Right. I've got, but I got a pick for you for the PGA. Okay, I'm I looking, bet you. I'm do. looking forward to that. Should I call in this week? No. In order to next week. Next week. Yeah, save well, that's it. weird because you save just it. told me save it for next you're week. not doing a PGA. But show. Nec- oh, I thought you meant next Wednesday. Save no, no, no. Wednesday. I'll be. I'll host the show on Wednesday. I mean, gotcha. your show. I assume no, I'm good on my show. You want? I only have an hour. I got 44 minutes. Yeah, but I assume that you want me to call in and make my pick. No. I know who your pick is, <laughs> and I'll give it for you. I'll call, I tell you what, on, sa- on Sunday, I'll yeah. We can do a little crosstalk. If you maybe see on Tap Sunday. It Trice, by the way, punch him in the face for me. Really worked out about Tap It Trice. I think I think you get arrested for that these yeah. days. I think that's the case. All right, buddy. All right, it's Drew Forrester, Drew's Morning Appreciate him stopping in and hanging out with us this morning. Today's show is also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose. The perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. We come back in. Speaking of the lacrosse thing coming up, Brett Makar, who was the number three pick in the PLL draft last night, star Maryland defenseman, he's going to join us. We're going to talk to him about their opener in the tournament against Army on Saturday night as they try to defend their title. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Are you a diehard O's fan looking for the perfect way to show your team spirit? Look no further than Birdland Sports. Birdland Sports is a small business run by fans for fans. They offer a wide variety of unofficial O's merchandise from the Birds Are Coming tees to player cartoon shirts and more. And the best part? Their prices are more affordable than the big guys. So head to BirdlandSports.com and grab your gear today. Show your support for the Birds with Birdland Sports. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson looks at the pipeline of talent still to come for the Orioles. Diving in on last year's number one pick, Jackson Holiday, and other top prospects like Colton Kowser, Heston Kerstad, Kobe Mayo, and more. Also inside, Todd Karpovich profiles Orioles pitcher Kyle Gibson. And Bo Smolka breaks down what progress would mean for the team's 2022 draft picks in their second pro season. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farms stores and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com That first sip That first bite Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world At Royal Farms, breakfast is available daily Day and night, it's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Hartford Community College in Bel Air, Maryland, along with the National Junior College Athletic Association's Region 20, will host the 2023 NJCAA Men's Lacrosse National Championship May 13th and 14th at Hartford Sports Complex, 401 Thomas Run Road in Bel Air. Semifinals are on Saturday, May 13th. The National Championship is Sunday, May 14th. Catch the action for $10 each day. Tickets will be available in advance or at the gate on game day. Qualifying 
qualifying teams will be announced. What air conditioning company can save 50% of your energy cost and qualify you for up to $7,500 in rebates? A.J. Michaels. We do more, we do it better for less. In Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. If you miss anything on the show, don't forget that you can watch full episodes at youtube.com slash pressboxonline, and you can download podcasts on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, and Grindr. Wait, did I say Grindr? I don't think that you would find it on Grindr. Not that I know it's on Grindr or anything, I swear! On second thought, you know what? I don't care what you think. Here's Glenn. If you missed it earlier on in the week, Stan the Fan Charles, Ross Grimsley, Luke Jackson got together. They're going to be doing that every Monday at 6 o'clock, facebook.com slash pressboxsports. You'll be able to see it later, youtube.com slash pressboxonline or pressboxonline.com slash video. But every Monday, Stan the Fan, Ross Grimsley, Luke Jackson talking baseball all season long. You will want to make sure that you are checking that out. Continue to get me your responses for Would You Rather Wednesday at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio are the best ways to get in. A few responses that have come in. John from Little Rock says the sandwich looks delicious. You are a psychopath. You're this is what he does. Isn't this what he does for everything? He is. I, I don't understand you because I appreciate his opinion. I can't wait for the mayo pepper. Like I see this, the things that he eats. Like on his Instagram, and I'm like, that looks amazing, right? Like he looks like he has great taste, and then he says something like this, and I say, hey, John, I don't understand you. I just don't understand you at all. Um, split on the London thing, by the way. Everybody is very split on which is the correct yeah. answer to this question because, yes, the, you're saying, well, it's a free trip to London, right? But, like, yeah, a free trip to London to watch your team get pantsed? Like, that doesn't sound fun. And, yes, the obvious, if I said... On the flip side, for your team to win 44-7, to then you'd say, right, yeah, I'd be willing to pay my money. What's going on over there, guy? Sorry. <laughs> What's happening? It's a, a little bit a little bit too much me over there, if I'm being honest with you. People don't mind that. Well, it's a great point, right? That's why they uh, got the uh, Boys of Hamden calendars, because they were getting a little more me. I wonder if we're doing that again. <laughs> if they were like, eh, once I think, I think they are, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, correct. They were like, one time, that's uh, that's enough. Very split on the London thing. Um, there's some people. I think it also comes down to like, do you have the money, right? Like some people are like, yeah, I have the money, so I'm okay. I'd be willing to pay my money. Still a lot of money. It is a lot. I understand, but some people have it. Unlike you, where you just don't. Like, where would I come up with six thousand dollars to even go to London? I only have one choice here. My only choice is to take the free trip to London. It's not really an option for me. And if I'm being honest with you, it's the same thing for me <laughs> at this point. Like, if my wife said to me today, hey, I heard the Ravens are going to London. Can we go? I would say no. No. <laughs> no, we cannot. No, today is our anniversary, so next year she wants Happy for, anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Next year for our 10th, she keeps talking about wanting to go to Italy, and I keep every time she says that, I'm like, that sounds wonderful. Where are you coming up with that? Like, where is that coming from? It's, it's you working 365 days straight. Well, I do that anyway just to get by. <laughs> Just to make sure that my kids can have Gatorade for <laughs> lacrosse practice tonight. I have to do that just for that. So I have no idea where the money for a trip to London is supposed to come from. And in order to take the uh, her and her mom to Mother's Day brunch on Sunday, which I got to tell you, boy, that is a racket. That is, I got to start, I got to figure out a way to host a Mother's Day brunch. 
That's got to be something I think I plan on for next year. Remind me that when we get the, the like. Is it too late? I mean, you can still. I don't think I'm going to be able to put together put it together in time. Remind well, me to try you know, to put together a Mother's Day brunch next year because ah, right. oh, is that you ch- name your price? I'll remind you every week. Whatever it is, people because you can't get a reservation anywhere. I don't know when people start making Mother's Day reservations because I thought calling ten days ahead of time. I'm like, I'm ahead on things. I've got. <laughs> This is as early as I've ever done this. I was very proud of myself. I'm like 10 days out. I'm like, man, I, I'm good. I, I'm not scrambling last minute in order to find a reservation for Mother's Day brunch. We're good. Not the case. Nothing available. Nothing. I found one option. It's a good option, though. No. It's a uh, very expensive uh, option. Uh, well, yeah, so it good. Be, it might be fine. I'm not sure. The menu is underwhelming for the price that I'm paying for it. I said, huh. You know what I don't see in here? Like steak or seafood. I see breakfast stuff. I see Denny's, basically, for a, with some mimosas for a lot of money. For a oh, lot. Okay. So that's of money. that's the is that it's so, Denny's. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, if I was if I was just going to Denny's. Well then maybe you just yeah, should right? do it. I, this past Sunday we went to the diner and the, I live in a part of the, the area where we don't have multiple options for things. I've got a bit of a situation on my hands from last night. I don't know what's going on with Brett Makar, so I don't know if you have to deal oh, with that. Oh, five minutes. For oh, okay. All right. Yes, I thought it was yes. 15. My fault. It's my fault. Um, all right, so I have a minute here. Yes. Tell me how I handle this problem. We live out in, you know, the, the very r- rural part of the area. There's not a lot of options near us. And so when we come across one that's good, like we're about t- – 15 to 20 minutes away from Pierce's. When Pierce's opened, it was a game changer. It was a revelation. I said, oh my God, this is so much better than anything that exists by us. And I say bias. That's how far we have to travel in order to get to something. like 20 that's minutes. 20 minutes. It's, gotcha. it's more like 15 minutes. 15 yeah. minutes to Pierce's. Like, but that's, that's, that might as well be next door based on where we are. Everything else is, eh, meh. We have a one like, local pizza Italian carryout place that's totally fine. It's totally fine, and I like the people that run it, and so I we go there all the time, right? There's a local Chinese joint. It's eh as far as Chinese joints go. There's not much. There's a you got everything. There's That's a very on the road that we live on. The closest thing to us is a vi- a wildly overpriced popular establishment that is the only place. Famously, once upon a time, somebody said, "Ah, Nick Markakis was having dinner with the Braves at a Moncton restaurant." I was like, "Well, we know which one it is." Because there's one. There's one. Which one is it? So we know which one it is. Or you're not going to name it. No, I'm not. I'm not because I'm, I'm semi-disparaging them, so I'm not going to name okay. them. Uh, but they're wildly overpriced, and it's only fine. There's one place over in Parkton, over by Hereford. There's a, a place that opened up a few years ago that's really good. It's a, you know, kind of wood-fire pizza place. In fact... I'll just go ahead and say it's the name of the place. It's Woodfire. I'll give them some free pub. It's great, right? Like it's not very close, but again, fifteen minutes is what we consider to be our our geofenced right. area. Like right. it's as good as it gets. For some reason, Mrs. Clark would rather go to a terrible chain restaurant in Hunt Valley, like just a wretched, you know, like whatever average chain restaurant. She does not Chick-fil-A like. Chick Fil A is pretty above average. That's not the place. Okay. I'd be okay no, if okay. that was the place. 
another pizza related chain okay, like that I I, I I no it's probably not the one you expect it's it's this place uh do you know what those you know what that would be if I, oh, yes, I don't want yes, okay. yes. that place right like she loves that place which okay. is as mediocre as it gets <laughs> yeah meanwhile woodfire is excellent it's excellent the people there are great it's really really good last night our kids lacrosse team was having a fundraiser night at woodfire well I said well this is great I like this place, but Mrs. Clark never gets excited about it. But now I'm going to have to guilt. Go I got a guilter, so we we're only going to be able to do carry out. But that's fine. Like I was excited about it. I like their they got they do a good cauliflower pizza, and that's oh man, that's, you, you and that cauliflower. I love cauliflower pizza. I, I also had cauliflower when we went to Glory Days yesterday. Yes, that's the way it goes. So um, we go right, and I I put the order in, and she asks. So I, the kids want pizzas. I want a cauliflower pizza. Everybody's happy. She asks for a salad. She asks for a salad with no croutons, which is how I to order my salads, right? Like, it's how I also order my salads. I say, hey, no croutons, right? I forget when I call the order in, I forget to say no croutons. And when I bring it home, I realize it has croutons. And I say, oh, piss, because it's clearly my fault. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to acknowledge that it's my fault because then... But you're not going to disparage Woodfire. It's my fault. <laughs> but then if I say they screwed up, then she's never going to want to go back. Big rock in a hard place. So man. what do I do here? <laughs> What's the play? Do I fall on the sword? I think I think you do for the sake of Woodfire. I don't know, man. I'm in a really difficult spot with this. I'm gonna oh, you, really still, you still haven't, you still, oh, no, you still I, haven't cleaned I, it off. I blame them, and now I'm regretting oh, no. it. I feel like I might have to come clean. At the some only point place today. to eat. The, yeah, the only one I like, 100%, and I'm going to end up being uh, getting boxed out from being able to go there because I didn't want to fall on what the sword just, for my what was legitimately my own mistake. You couldn't pick off the croutons real quick? No, it was – she saw. It was oh. a whole thing. Look over there. Uh, think about how I should answer that. Message me about how I should handle my conundrum if you get the chance because I could use the advice. All right, uh, this Saturday night in College Park, uh, the NCAA tournament gets underway for the University of Maryland as they take on Army at 7.30. Joining us now, a man who is Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. He also was selected number three overall on the PLL College Draft last night by Atlas. He is Terp star Brett Makar, and he's back with us here on GCR. Brett, it's Glenn. It's great to catch up, man. Thank you so much for taking some time for us. No doubt, Glenn. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, excited to be on here. I, I, you know, it's an exciting time, obviously, as you guys get ready. Brett, you know, walk me through, right? Like, I think we all knew it, it, it probably wasn't going to be another undefeated season this year, right? Like, it was going to be difficult to match that. Um, mm-hmm. All of the ups, the downs you have, how good do you feel about this team as a whole as you enter this tournament, knowing as you do what it takes in order to win four games over the course of three weeks? Yeah, I feel great. I think uh, the Big Ten tournament there was just another experience for us to put under our belt. I mean, you think about all the young guys we have playing, uh, whether it be freshmen, sophomores, even juniors, where it really is their first time having a you know, large role on this team and contributing as much as they are. So, um, you know, obviously Saturday against Michigan wasn't the result we wanted, but, uh, you know, to my point, just another experience for us to have under our belt. And I think the guys realize. Um, you know, if we do have another opportunity to play two games in three days, how hard it is mm-hmm. not only to play, to recover, to get your body right to the point where you could perform at a high level, but to win against a really, really good team. Um, so just like I said, just another experience for us there. But, 
uh, it, it definitely feels good to get back to a week of prep, having a full week, a normal week of practice. I'm looking forward to having a night game in Maryland Stadium. Brett, you know, obviously this is the standard being you guys might have been the greatest team in the history of lacrosse a year ago, right? So everybody's kind of measuring against that. Is there a way that you could find yourself saying, hey, if we can make a run here, you might be even more proud of what this team has accomplished given all of the injuries that you guys have been through, given what you had all lost from a year ago. Is there is a strange way we're like, hey, yeah, we did that last year, but no way, maybe we should have done that. And this year, despite the fact that somebody might say, hey, the record's not as good, you might be as proud, maybe even more proud, of what you've been able to accomplish this season. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways this year has definitely been uh, extremely rewarding. Uh, and that's not to discredit last year. Right. Last year was an amazing group, a special group of guys, and we were able to do some really amazing things. But, um, you know, this year everything's been more difficult. You know, you've had to put in that much work. You've had to be that much more mentally focused and prepare that much harder in order to get good outcomes over the weekends playing, you know, a hard schedule like we do. Um, and I think uh, in my heart of hearts, everything that's happened to us up until this point has happened for a reason. You know, every time, you know, maybe we've come up short of underperformed and haven't reached the standard of what Maryland lacrosse is used to. Um, it's just been another learning opportunity, you know, something to grow from, something to bounce back from, something to rebuild from. And kind of through the ashes here, we've kind of been able to, you know, come together as a group, you know, find our identity, learn what works for us and what doesn't work for us. Uh, I know it's definitely pushed me to have to be a better player, uh, better leader, and kind of set, you know, the example for the guys, set the temperature every single day. Um, and, you know, it's something I, I've taken pride in, but in a lot of ways it's definitely been more rewarding, uh, just like you said, where there's definitely more difficulties and, and more responsibilities on the older guys. Yeah, a lot of more adversity that you guys have been through in order to get to this spot. Brett Makar is with us. Again, Maryland Army, Saturday night, 730 in College Park. Um, Brett, you are a nightmare. Like, you, I, you know, I, I, I had the chance, I did your guys' game against Loyola, which I know – didn't go the way that you wanted it to go earlier in the season. And I, I, I actually did play-by-play for your fall ball up at USA Lacrosse last year. You're a nightmare for people to deal with as a defender. Where did that come from? Like, where did it come from that you just became so unbelievably harassing and a pain in the ass to everyone that you end up marking? Uh, I think it kind of just started as a young kid. I I'm one of four boys, so I, I have three brothers, two older, one younger. So uh, everything growing up was kind of have uh, having a little bit of that chip on your shoulder, a little bit of, of that struggle, you know, getting that last piece of steak on the plate, the last bit of food at dinner, or, you know, whether it was video games, sports, you know, pick up basketball in the driveway, everything was always super competitive, super intense. Um, and I think that's kind of carried me uh, throughout my sports career uh, and definitely – uh, to hear at Maryland, you know, I, I just love having the opportunity to compete. Uh, that's the reason I wanted to come to Maryland was not only to have an opportunity to compete, but to compete against the best. Um, and I get the chance to do that every single day in practice. And then obviously on the weekends with the great opponents we play. No doubt about it. I mean, like you are marking up the best and boy, they are the results. Uh, they speak for themselves. There's no question about that. Um, Brett, you know, the other thing that, that jumps out at me about you, you end up going number three in the PLL draft last night. I saw this video of you hanging out with the guys and watching this. Like, you knew that your name was going to be called. But I, I wonder, as a kid, like growing up, you didn't know maybe that there was a day where you could be watching on TV as you get selected in a, in a draft, right? Like, that's a newer thing over the course of the last few years. What is that moment like for, for someone that didn't always know that there was going to be able to be a moment like that at some point in your life? 
Yeah, it's really special. I mean, I was just even uh, in the locker room talking with some of the guys on the team. And, um, you know, obviously it was a super special moment for me individually and to be able to share it with my teammates, um, you know, something I'll remember for a really long time. Um, but just overall, I thought they did an amazing job. I think the league's doing a really great job of, of highlighting the sport, you know, it being you know, on an ESPN platform like it was last night. Mm-hmm. And the in-depth, in-depth analysis that was provided, um, you know, just those guys really, really know their stuff. You could tell they really love the game and are super invested in doing whatever it takes to uh, make sure the game reaches new heights. So definitely really excited about the direction of the sport. Um, but last night, just a super special moment for me, like I said, sharing that with my teammates, something, you know, you dream about as a little kid, um, you know, growing up to one day have an opportunity to, you know, play a professional sport. Um, you know, hear your name called in, in a draft moment like that. Uh, so definitely super exciting, and I'll definitely cherish that for a really long time. And I know you got work to do before you worry about any of that, but it also was really cool that Kyle Long ends up going to the same team, right? Like, that's a pretty cool thing for you guys. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, he's definitely um, one of my, you know, closer friends on the team. Um, been through a lot together, you know, uh, you know, playing here, a lot of ups and downs, and to be able to con- continue that going forward is really exciting. I know our parents are going to be pumped up, too, the the tailgates don't have to stop just yet. So they'll get to spend more time with each other, and, and I know they're looking forward to that as well. That's awesome, man. Just another couple of minutes with Brett Makar, Maryland lacrosse, getting ready for Army on Saturday night. Uh, let's start there, right, Brett? Like, this is a really good Army team um, that's dominant at the faceoff dot, and I know you guys have a pretty good one, so, you know, you're probably not going to be too worried about that going into the game. But, you know, how, how much are you aware of the uniqueness of this challenge? I think for the rest of the country, they'll say, oh, well, this is Maryland. They'll, they'll, this will be easy. But, like, this is a really good Army team that's coming in to play you guys on Saturday. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they're definitely uh, a physically imposing group. I mean, I think that's one of the first things that jump out at you when you're watching the film on them is, you know, how hard they play, you know, um, you know how physical they play. They really want to try and wear you down, grind you down, and that's what you expect from a service academy, right? You know, um, you know they're trained to do that not only in lacrosse but in the way they go about their business. Um, so they really try and kind of make you feel their presence every single play. So, you know, we definitely have a challenging first-round opponent, but, I mean, you get to this point in the year, um, and that's what's expected, right? You know, you're playing in the NCAA tournament. Everyone's playing for their life. So you got to expect whoever you're playing, you know, especially a great opponent like Army, that they're going to give you everything – they have and more, so we got to be ready for it. Um, just in general, the, the difference between so the one thing that we point out is you know you guys haven't had like a, a streak where you've had to play four really good teams and win four games this season. And I guess the question becomes, what's the biggest difference, Brett, for you guys to be able to put that all together, for you guys to be able to have your best run of the season over the course of the next three weeks? What needs to happen? Yeah, just get back to playing Maryland lacrosse. I think, you know, if you know when you followed us this year, when we're good, we're really good, and when we're bad, you know, we're obviously uh, pretty bad. I mean, I think that was pretty evident last weekend. Um, but you know, when that Maryland team gets off the bus or you know, it, you know, comes out of the locker room that's excited, focused, dialed in, um, knows their scouting report, know what you know every person on the team's individual responsibility and job is and you kind of stay within those confines of doing your job, uh, we are a really, really good team and can give anybody in the country a lot of problems. So uh, we just got to find that group consistently. I think we've done it at times this year. You know, we've had a few win streaks this year, whether it's two games, you know, one streak of three games. Right. Um, but to your point, never four games. So that's something that we're going to have to find out for ourselves. How do we do that consistently? And, 
and whether it be kind of just, um, you know, kind of staying, staying humble, locked in, and, uh, and, and getting back to playing Maryland lacrosse. You excited about Jordan Love? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, obviously Rodgers was awesome. I've definitely been spoiled growing up. Uh, you know, having the quarterbacks that I've yeah, been it's able been to all watch. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's definitely going to be a different experience, but I think we're in the perfect position to kind of you know rebuild and and any time in life, everything's kind of just based on timing. So I think this is just another one of those situations what, what where is, it was just time. What is the connection with the Packers for you? Like, where did that come from? So my father Keith is is huge Packer fan. He grew up in uh, Yonkers, New York. Went to Gorton High School, uh, and they're uh, team colors were green and yellow okay. and they had the green bay g on their helmets. Okay. so he was a water boy for them when he was a kid and just loved them since and then he named me after brett Favre, and the rest was history there you go there you go look at how that works out brett maycar um uh let's get the pl- i know it's instagram is brett maycar one correct m-a-k-a-r mm-hmm. twitter's just at yep. brett maycar give yep. him following those spots um anything else i can plug for you nil wise anything you got going on no, that's uh, that's about it. I don't got anything too crazy in the works going on right now. Awesome. Uh, thank you for your support of the Terps, though. Really, really appreciate it. Brett, it means a lot to us. Best of luck over these next couple of weeks. It'll be amazing to see you guys do this again. And no matter what, you've given Maryland fans a lot of thrills over these last few years. Congratulations on everything you've accomplished. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on Saturday night. Thank you for taking the time for us this morning. No doubt. Thank you so much for having me, Glenn. Have a great day. That's Brett Makar with us here on GCR, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year and, uh, of course, the number three pick in the PLL draft. Getting ready for the start of the NCAA tournament. Well, they will look to put things together. Not going to be easy, even on Saturday night. As I mentioned, it's a really good Army team that they're going up against to open up the tournament and got to figure out a way to play their best lacrosse. It did, as we mentioned, probably helps that they get to uh, stick around if they beat Army and play in Annapolis the following weekend. That's a benefit for them. And they'll see, just try to put it all together and be clicking at the right time going into Memorial Day weekend. All right. As we continue along here on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of the program, if you haven't picked up this new print issue of PressBox, go get it today at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of those hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox. Read it all, PressBoxOnline.com. Jackson Holiday had a nice night last night, making his home debut in Aberdeen. Went deep, not easy to do at Ripken Stadium. He had no problem with it. I think he had two hits last night. Didn't he have a hit in his first at bat? Too? Almost a buoy. I don't think it's they're going to do it quite that quickly. Did he finish with two hits? Double check on that. Double check on what he did. That's what that's the idea of when I ask that question. I'm yes. looking for confirmation, you, not for you know you. just like I'm looking for you to to let me know that I was right. I think he had multiple hits last night in his uh, home debut for the Ironbirds. That illustration of Jackson Holiday is there on the cover of this print issue, which dives into the pipeline that still exists in the Oral system. Two he hits, did indeed, and a stolen base, and a stolen base. Yeah. Look, at, Look that. at this guy, two for five. Maybe he could play for Arias. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he could just go sorry, ahead. And, sorry, Westbrook. Sorry, yeah, right? Love you guys, but you know, this is Jackson. Sorry, Norby. Talking about. Anyway, the point is, you can go get this issue right now as it dives into that pipeline. Get it for free uh, or read it all at pressboxonline.com. When we come back in, uh, speaking of Aberdeen, it was a nice night. We're going to head up to Aberdeen where we're going to chat with uh, Trace Bright, who's off to a nice start to the season. We will make a trip uh, to Aberdeen to chat with the Ironbirds. That is on the way as we continue along here on GCR. 
The All-America Senior Game, powered by New Balance, will be back at Johns Hopkins Homewood Field on July 29th. The most decorated girls and boys lacrosse players in the country have been invited to play in what is the premier lacrosse event of the year. Every college coach wants their players in this game, and if you dream of being in this game, you start by trying out for one of your regional underclass teams this summer. The best against the best. Get your tickets now at allamericalacrosse.com. The Orioles are off and running out to prove that last season wasn't a fluke and they are one of the best teams in baseball. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, host of the Bat Around for Press Box. Tune in every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon as Zach Goodman and I break down every Adley bomb, every Tony Tater, and every save from the mountain. Like a warm hug from Rutschman, the Bat Around has you covered with all things Orioles as we embark on what's sure to be a magical summer in Birdland. So tune in every Saturday for the best in Orioles coverage right here on the Bat Around. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Hartford Community College in Bel Air, Maryland, along with the National Junior College Athletic Association's Region 20, will host the 2023 NJCAA Men's Lacrosse National Championship May 13th and 14th at Hartford Sports Complex. 401 Thomas Run Road in Bel Air. Semifinals are on Saturday, May 13th. The national championship is Sunday, May 14th. Catch the action for $10 each day. Tickets will be available in advance or at the gate on game day. Qualifying teams will be announced. Costas Inn has been serving up delicious steamed crabs for over 50 years. Lately, the crabs you want to eat when the weather warms up have gotten harder and harder to get. So get your crab eating game plan in place. Make sure to stick this number on your fridge. 410-477-1975. Call ahead and reserve the size crabs you want. You may be able to walk in, but you may also be disappointed at the size or maybe even get shut out altogether. So call ahead, have a plan, and then arrive on your crab eating vacation. Costas also has delicious crab soup and crab cakes. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard. For more than 50 years, they've been satisfying crab lovers in and around Baltimore. If you need more of Glenn, you can also hear him every Sunday with Rita on 105.7 The Fan. But also, if you need more of Glenn, um, what's wrong with you? We continue along here on a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of GCR. Let's welcome into the program today as we make our first trip up to Aberdeen this season to chat with a member of the Ironbirds. Here's a number that uh, stood out to me about our next guest, his swing and miss rates. So if you're familiar with SWSTR percentage, um, it's swings and misses and then divided by total pitches. So how many of your total pitches are getting swings and misses. In this season, he's gotten 16.2% swings and misses on the year, which is among the leaders in the Orioles system. He is Orioles pitching prospect Trace Bright, and he is with us now here on GCR. Trace, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's good to chat, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. Thank you for having me on. Um good to be here man it's good to chat with you you can i can hear the alabama come out the moment that you said hello uh we can't hide where it is that you are from my friend it's great to chat man um trace take me through just this season i know you got off to a really good start i know there's been a couple of rough innings in there that um have led the numbers to maybe be a little bit less than you, you wanted to be but how how happy have you been with just the performance 
the the sheer pitches that you have been throwing at least for the first few innings of your starts so far this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I got off to a good start. Um, I was pleased with, you know, those first few starts and then kind of went through a little bit of a rough patch, but um, kind of feel like I'm starting to get back where I, I should be. Um, so I, I was happy with my pitches overall um, throughout the, st- the starts, but, um, you know, it, it's kind of maintaining a, a nice um, baseline throughout the whole season. That's the goal as a pitcher to not have too much of a high or too much of a low, just kind of maintain a, a steady pace. You are, you know, as you're settling in as a pro after you were drafted by the Orioles out of Auburn, what you know, what has been like the adjustment period for you of, I feel like, I, I feel like you pitch in the SEC, you're probably going to be about as ready for the adjustment to pro ball as you can be as a college pitcher, right? It's... For sure. Um, you know, for me, um, I, as a high schooler, I knew going to college would be a good thing for me. Um, I felt like that allowed me to develop as a pitcher, um, both mentally and physically. Um, so that was the biggest thing for me. And then really it hasn't been much of an adjustment um, coming from college and the SEC to pro ball. The hitters obviously can can be very good throughout a lineup in pro ball, but same can be said for an SEC team um, so it, it, it's been a, a pretty smooth adjustment so far and you know as each level you move up um, it gets tougher and tougher but um, I felt like I was very well prepared coming out of college. Trace Bright is with us here on GCR from the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Trace walk me through you know I, I bring up the swing and miss rate like walk me through pitch wise what's been best working for you this season and what it is that you're working on as you begin your pro career. You know, I feel like my fastball has has played really well um, consistently to hitters so far this year. That's allowed me to really be able to expand um, to my off-speed pitches, um, my curveball being my go-to out pitch. Um, That's what's been working the best. And really, I I think, you know, the minor leagues is for a pitcher is all about development and, you know, bringing – my third and fourth pitch, my slaughter, my changeup along is kind of my big key for me developing as a pitcher, and that's something that, you know, I'm focused on each outing and each bullpen throughout the week is kind of getting those pitches um, as even with my fastball and my curveball right now. I mentioned, I know, you know, on Friday you got off to a great start and then, like, the deeper into the game. Is it is it fair to say now – that like beyond just the pitches themselves, one of the things you want to work on is just being able to work deeper into games because it seems like, like your talent is obvious. It's very clear what you're capable of doing. Um, but is the next step now just, hey, I want to be able to go five innings. Like I don't want to be able to say, hey, I had three innings of really good pitches and then it kind of came apart. Is the next step working kind of deeper into the games with the same confidence that you have to start? It's- for sure. You know, you always have those little goals um, for the next week that you kind of want to adjust and um, focus on. And so for me, you know, that's getting four or five solid innings as, you know, um, you know, after struggling for a few outings, it was, hey, let's get deeper into a game, period. And now it's let's keep a, a good quality start for four or five innings and not kind of fall off on the back end. Um, but 
you know, that that's that can be challenging as a pitcher, but it's something that, you know, you set your sights on week in and week out to do consistently. I know you're a strikeout guy. Not only, you know, you have the 10 strikeout game to start the season, seven the last time out, but I, I know you had a lot of strikeouts at Auburn as well, including in the, the College World Series where you're getting a ton of strikeouts. Is is the goal to continue to be a strikeout artist, or is is part of the adjustment to say, hey, I also have to learn – like what the pitches that I have are that can get me a ground ball when a ground ball, like do you have to learn to not always think that, hey, I need to go for a strikeout here? What's that kind of thought process? Well, as a pitcher, you always want to strike out. And, and sometimes I think the mindset can be too focused on it yeah. and you try and, and make pitches better than you really need to be. And um, I think sometimes you can struggle with that with, outing but also um you know i think for me i just try and make the best pitches possible um and sometimes that leads to a strikeout you know i I don't feel like always i'm thinking um strikeout especially early in an at bat uh, 00 01 you don't want to try and be too perfect with the pitch that you start to fall behind and, and get behind in the account so for me i think Really, it, it just kind of depends on the mindset. You want to get ahead to get yourself in a position to get that strikeout, but you don't want to to get yourself behind the eight ball right. being too fine or too perfect. Yeah, trying to make this perfect pitch when sometimes it's just okay. Take your take your ground out and move on and get the job done, no doubt. Uh, Trace Bright is with us. The Ironbirds are home this week. Of course, I think a lot of people, a lot of people came out last night. Uh, coming up uh, this weekend, some great events, including uh, Bark in the Park on Friday night, as well as uh, pregame catch on the field on Saturday. Uh, moms run the bases on Sunday. You can celebrate Mother's Day with the Aberdeen Ironbirds, plus on postgame kids can run the bases as well. Uh, check out all that at ironbirds.com as the Ironbirds are home this weekend. That was a heck of a scene last night, right, Like uh, with you guys having Jackson playing at home for the first time. Um, how, how special? I know you've only been around him for a little while, but have you gotten a sense for how special that dude is? And boy, did he seem to have a feel for the moment last night, didn't he? For sure. I mean, for a kid to be um, that young and that talented is is fun to watch and be able to watch uh, six days a week. Um, but you know, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm, you know, it, it's it's a fun to be a part of a team with with the talent that we have yeah. um throughout the lineup um you know i mean just let's look at our lineup you know we have first rounders day one picks throughout you know great pitching staff so it, it's a fun organization to be a part of fun team to be a part of just because you know the talent level is consistently high throughout you know it's funny you say that because i feel like once upon a time you know you would have heard your name called i've talked to guys you know at, even at the major league level that when they were drafted by the orioles they'll admit like Ugh, at the time they were a little bit uh, you know not not as thrilled about that when you got that call a year ago having already at that point seen sort of the progress the orioles are making with adley rutschman I, again, I get that you were going to be excited no matter who called your name, but was there a little bit more excitement for you kind of seeing what the Orioles were building over the course of the last couple of years and what it is that you'd be walking into? For sure. I mean, you definitely look at that as a as a player or a prospect coming into the draft, but 
you know, kind of uniquely for me, I grew up an Orioles fan, um, having a little bit of family from the Haverty Grace area. Really? Um, so really? It was, yeah, it was really more of a surreal moment for me um, because being a, a lifelong Orioles fan and having family in the area. So it was full circle, not only because of that, but, you know, also because you look at the prospects that they've put out and, and the young talent that they have in the organization um, stands out a as, a, as a young draftee. Boy, this is really interesting to me. So, so tell me about your family. Who all was in Haverty Grace? What's the story there? So my grandmother is originally from Haverty Grace. Wow. Um, and some of her family still lives there, but she moved down south to Alabama, and that's kind of why our roots are down there. But I still have family from this area, so I grew up an Orioles fan. War number eight because of Cal all growing up, but um, it was it was it was a great moment for me and my family to see the Orioles pick me um, last That's summer. That's so cool. But, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. You're not you're not staying with family now, are you? I mean, I obviously Haverty Grace is, is two minutes away from where you guys are. You're not staying with family, are you? No, but you know it's it's nice to to have an off day and you know I can run over and see family or get the the lowdown for where the places to eat around here are. That's the best really cool. To go, so I, I've. I've got a little bit of a leg up on some people. No doubt, man. That's I, that's I mean, literally, Haverty Grace is right next door. That's incredible that it worked out that way, man. You're probably the only guy on the team that knows how to pronounce Haverty Grace, by the way. I'm guessing that <laughs> everybody else has been butchering it this season. Like, hey, I, I got to run over to Havre de Grasse or something like that. Um, yeah. You're probably the only one. Uh, Trace, what do we need to know about you? That, so that that's one thing that we knew about you, and I'm guessing that means that you, before you arrived in the system, you had probably had. Can can I assume that you had had crabs at some point in your life before you got to the Orioles system? I have, yeah. Yeah. You know, made a, a trip or two up to to Baltimore, and uh, you know, enjoyed some games in Camden Yards prior that's awesome, to, man. That's to being a, drafted. So that's such a cool story. I had no idea. That's really really cool. What else do we need to know about you? Tell me what it is. You know, it, 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 when baseball season is over, what will we catch Trace Bright doing? Maybe on a Friday night. Like, what are you into? What me- music, movies, you know, t- activities? What is it that you're into besides just being a baseball player? Well, I mean, the music seems pretty obvious. You know, I like good country yeah, I mean, music. I was, I was going to say hardcore rap, right? Like that's your. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm more of a country guy. Um, if you couldn't pick up on that already, I, I figured but, that was probably um, the case. <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. You know, obviously, you know, in the fall, in the off season, a good Saturday football game down on the SEC is is always you know, fun to watch or fun to be at. Um, you know, Auburn was a yeah. was a good place to be at for Saturdays and yeah, football. But, pretty, pretty raucous you know, atmosphere. Fishing and yeah, yeah, fishing um, is another thing. You know, I, I'm I'm not too too picky about what to do. I'm pretty laid back with uh, with most things. So um, it's, uh, I would say uh, fishing or football games are probably my go-to on an off day. It doesn't sound so bad, man. I think we could. I think. I think we could get along just fine in those scenarios. I think that'd be all right. Um, Trace Bright. It's it's really cool to learn that connection that you had to this area, and you really legitimately rooted. Like you were always an Orioles fan. Like it's just who you rooted for growing up. Always. Even yeah, it, it the was, Orioles uh, were terrible for di- a lot of that. You were still an Orioles fan. 
Well, I mean, you know, with the Braves being not too far away from me in Alabama, everybody's like, you know, what fan are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm an Orioles fan. They're like, huh? Right. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) You know, the Braves are a few hours away. I'm like, well, my team's about 12 hours away. So it was a little bit different. That's a really, really cool story. Uh, Trace Bright, where can Orioles fans be giving you a follow? Twitter, Instagram, anywhere like that. Twitter and Instagram, um, those are the two that I usually stick so, to. So Twitter's trace underscore bright 04, correct? Yes. And then Instagram is T underscore bright 04. Give him a follow in those spots. Uh, trace has been excited by uh, the, that, that swing and miss rate. That'll play forever if that can continue, man. We like the sounds of that. And uh, really cool that this has worked out, that you ended up uh, being with the team that you love growing up. That's such a cool thing. Congratulations on the success you sound, found so far. Can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you for taking the time for us. We'll look forward to catching up with you again as you make your move throughout the system, all right? Thank you for having me on. Trace Bright's uh, Orioles pitching prospect with the Aberdeen Ironbirds right now. That's a neat story. I had no idea. I had no clue that um, fifth-round pick of the Orioles a year ago was a lifelong Orioles fan because of his family and Haverty Grace. And I guarantee nobody else on the team knows how to pronounce Haverty Grace. Somebody said to Jackson Holiday last night, "Hey, did you, you mean Harv de Grace?" Yeah, Harver, Harver. I mean, that's by the way. If you get that, you feel like that's that might as well call it pronouncing it correctly at that point. Uh, neat story, neat story. That's very cool. Enjoyed that conversation with Trace Bright. Uh, a couple of things. One, t- uh, don't forget that you can go check out not only the Ironbirds, but all of the area's minor league teams for tickets to all of the area's minor league parks, plus an Easy Pass Maryland on-the-go transponder preloaded with $25 and a $50 gas card from Royal Farms. But you got to go sign up at pressboxonline.com contest. You must be 18 or older in order to enter. Get signed up today to win all of that, pressboxonline.com contest. Also, I apologize. I said ironbirds.com. It's ironbirdsbaseball.com. So my apologies for that if you want to get your tickets. And I saw there was a really nice crowd there last night for uh, Jackson Holiday's home debut, and uh, he met the moment for sure. ironbirdsbaseball.com is the website. All right, uh, two things. There is a Bob Huggins update. Really? Which is what? Pretty unbelievable. He's gonna keep his job. I mean, I mean, I uh, like. I, I say it's unbelievable. I get it. Pete Thamel, um, of course, is a longtime college sports writer now with ESPN. Sources: WVU and Coach Bob Huggins are finalizing details for him to return to the sideline next season in the wake of him using an anti-gay slur in a radio interview earlier this week. He's expected to receive a suspension, a million-dollar salary reduction, and sensitivity training because that'll show him. Yeah. That, that'll show we don't stand for it. So as is always the case, then now the question will be, will they survive the outrage of them not firing Bob Huggins? And within the West Virginia fan base, like the, the people that are – like the – the fan board people, they're like, yeah, nobody wants him fired. And I get it. Like Bob Huggins, unfortunately, as we said, if there's a place, West Virginia is probably the place, right? Like it's the, the best place for him to be to survive something like this. In fact, they might even like him more because of it, some of them. And I don't want to, I don't want to be unfair and say it's everyone connected to West Virginia because I certainly know that there are more reasonable people that ended up at the University of West Virginia or, or from West Virginia. I'm not it's not everyone, but let's be fair about the percentages. 
there will be backlash to this. The question is, can they make that go away because the season is still a long time away from now? Like, this is more difficult if you're leading into the season and it's more pressing. Now, West Virginia will hope that people are mad, they're furious about it for two days, and then there's an entire summer and everyone forgets about it. And then it's football season and nobody cares and that's what their hope will be. It's it's absolutely shameful. There's just no way of getting around it. Like I'm not the type of person that likes to call for people's jobs, but this is as bad as bad gets. This is as obvious of what a garbage person someone is and incapable of being a leader as you can possibly see. This doubling down making sure everyone knows this is a window into someone's soul. This is obvious. This is who this guy is. This is how he talks. This is the way that, like, this is what he thinks is appropriate. And we can talk about, you can yell and scream at me and say, cancel, call, do whatever you want to do. It's fine. I don't think everyone should just lose their jobs. I also don't think I should be the person that makes those decisions for everybody. And there's been... Again, the morning that I said on the radio, we don't need an effing centaur, I ran the risk of losing my job. So I understand it. But there's a difference between these scenarios. Like, it's 2023. There's no, well, we don't know anymore. Those days are over. Or, hey, it used to be acceptable, so he's from another time. You're a public figure in 2023. There is no debate or question about certain things that you say or don't say. This one is obvious. It wasn't a mistake. It was peering into the soul of who this person is. Now, it doesn't affect me. I'm not a taxpayer in the state of West Virginia. You know, like My money doesn't go to the man's salary, and so I get it. Like Again, the people of West Virginia might say, we don't care. But it's shameful that there isn't someone within that who says, no, no, this isn't all right. It's, it's just it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But it's what it is. Uh, John from Little Rock wants to know he was being sarcastic about oh, the sandwich. Okay. But you're not always sarcastic, John. There are things that you say that you enjoy that leave me very much scratch, scratching my head. So... I'm sorry, I did not pick up on the sarcasm that time. That's on me. That's on me, not on you. On me. Because sometimes I question, you like the mayonnaise pepper thing. And if you're willing to like that, then I think there's a lot of things that you might be willing to like that I'm going to have to question, and it makes me not be able to read through the sarcasm quite as well. So that's, it's a little bit on me, but I'd say it's also on you and your, your dreadful taste buds sometimes. Yes? I was going to say, I mean, teams that are pl- playing West Virginia now, when West Virginia comes in, they just have to you know, throw the dildos on the floor every time now. Ah, I yeah. Think that is, I think that's what has to be yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, uh, like there is. Just, the, I hate. Just, I hate. I just. I, I know. It, it, like it's fun. I just hate that. This shouldn't be a, a joke, right? Like it yeah, should be. Right. It's easy, and I get. I'm not trying. To, I'm not mad at you for making the joke. Like I, it just should be easy for us to say no. Like no, plain and simple. He's no. wrong. And correct. Yeah. That's the end He's of it. The, like there's just no that. Man, if I if I cared about West Virginia, I'd be embarrassed by it. I obviously don't, so it's what it is. Go back, go back, go back into the woods. 
Um, do you want to talk about your nervous tick? It's something that I've noticed the last couple of weeks. Can oh, we talk what, about what it or not? Uh oh. So, I mean, I guess so. I, it's it was funny to me, and I wrote it down because I, I realized oh, I I had been thinking about it for a few weeks. What do you think your nervous tick? I know I have some ticks, and I don't know if they're nervous ticks, but I, I absolutely one of my crutches is the moral of the story. When I'm getting lost in something that we're talking about, oh, and I want to try to bring it back to the point that I was originally making, because we veered down another road, I say the moral of the story is. It's a verbal crutch. Instead of, I just go to it every time. Instead of just doing it, instead of just getting back to the point, sometimes in interviews, you can hear where I get lost from where I was going to go and what I intended to go to next, and then I realize, so I kind of fill for a second. You can hear that sometimes during interviews where I'm filling because I knew where I wanted to go next, but then I forgot or... Something else I heard took me away from it because I do try to engage and listen to the answers and follow up on the answers that I get and have a conversation. I'm not just trying to read off a list of questions and not pay attention. Like I do try to do an engaging conversation as far as interview goes. But sometimes you'll hear a crutch of mine where it's clear my, my synapses aren't firing. And so I'm sort of padding for a second, just talking through someone's accomplishments or resetting while I try to get my synapses back in line. These things happen. I've noticed that you have a nervous tick. Okay. Do you know what your nervous tick I, is? I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I feel like, is it something I do with my face? No, or? no, no. It's something in a very specific circumstance. I feel like I pick up no, a fairness, pen, you don't, maybe? you don't have to. No, it's not that. Well, maybe you do that, too. I don't know. I haven't picked up, maybe you have multiple nervous know. ticks. I probably have a lot. <laughs> when you call a guest, do you? if I said it, it was in that context, do you not recognize what your guess. nervous tick is? Um, it's like something physical I do? Or Not necessarily physical, no. I mean, it's more something you say. Probably like, um? No, no, no. Everybody, everybody does um. I mean, like, the idea of getting rid of um. <laughs> Some people are worse than others, admittedly. There are people that'll do, um... <laughs> and I, then they I, still I, haven't gotten to the point where they needed to go, and so they do it again. Like, it's... Uh, Mike Francesa would do that all the time, where he's still... The brain hadn't started working yet, so there would be multiple ums... Like he would do a prolonged um, um, um. <laughs> do I trail off at the very no. end? It's ner- It's I don't know why. It's a nervous energy. I think it might still be because you're not the booking guest was still new to you, right. and there's still everybody that starts booking guests for the first time gets very they get very nervous. I always have to go through the same spiel every time. The worst that can happen <laughs> is someone says no. Right, and I've. I've Figured that out. Like, yeah. yes, every now and then you might get somebody who's, you know, how'd you get my number? Lose my number? You know, you might get, but how does that affect your life in any way? Like, it doesn't change anything. It's unpleasant for a second, but then you're like, okay, well, that guy's an a-hole, but whatever. By the way, some of those people might agree to come on the next time you call. Right. The, you know, that's just the way that it goes. Steve Smith was one of the biggest jerks on the face of the planet, but yet he would do that one time, and the next time he might say he'd come on. Like, it's just that thing happens. I think it's related to that. So uh, we're gonna do. I'm gonna. Pl- I'm gonna be you, okay. and you're gonna be. Let, let's just come up with a fake. You're gonna be uh, Mike Devereaux. No, no, no. I'm trying to come up. With, you're gonna be Michael Jordan. Oh wow! All, All right. right. I'm. I'm you. I'm Griffin. You're Michael Jordan. Okay. All right. You're calling so, me. I'm calling you. Ring, 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 ring. Probably just doesn't answer. Ring, right? ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hey, is this Michael? 
It is. This is Griffin Bass with uh, Glenn Clark Radio back in Baltimore. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, hey, just wanted to know, are, are, are you ready to go? Are you ready to come on the show? Uh, yeah. You're going to come on the show and you're going to talk about, we're going to talk about basketball and we're going to talk about the Bulls and we're going to... Oh, so I tell them what we're talking about? It's... You, it's too much? Yeah. Okay. okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know who's coming on the show that doesn't know what it is that they're talking about and they come on the show. Gotcha. Like, I try to think of who the guest would be that would be unaware of what the topic of... Com- yeah. Like, maybe I, Jeremy, but I would think that we're close enough that he knows what he's getting into every week. It's just, it could be anything. And you don't know what we're talking about when Jeremy comes on right, every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Every time, <laughs> it's Trace Bright. All right, you ready to come on with us and uh, talk some baseball, talk some, some Iron Bird? <laughs> like, did you think sure we were going to come on and talk about popular yeah. souffles? <laughs> and it's just a nervous tick. It's not the end of the world. Like, it's not like it's going to, dis- somebody's going to say, well, now I'm not coming on this show. It's not that. Like, I'm not mad about it in any way. It's just a nervous tick that I've picked up right. on that okay. instead of saying, hey, were you just are you ready You're to come set. on with Glenn? You've got to go into, like, a breakdown of, come on today. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, your pitching, and we're going to talk about the, the baseball, and we're going to talk about baseball pitching and Ironbirds. Make sure, it's, make sure it's clear. It almost comes off like you're just naming things. It's like around the room. I think it helps him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have a nice conversation about uh, walls. Glenn is wearing a hat and, today, and just when, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Wednesday, so he's probably got boxers on yeah. today. I think Thursdays maybe he wears briefs. We had a, a, a producer legendarily at the old radio station that doesn't exist anymore. One of my favorite people was Ray Bachman, who was a host too, but uh, he was program director. And Ray would, with regular guests, would either attempt to screw with them or to try to take the edge off. Like he would do this. So I'm. Uh, this is Ray now uh, calling. You can be uh, Michael Jordan this time. All right. So uh, you know, go ahead and uh, ring, 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 ring. Hello. Is this Michael? It is. Hey, Michael. It's Ray Bachman back at the W radio station that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, ready to get on Bob Haney. Sure. All right. Hey, you know what I, I heard is that uh, interviews go better if you take your shirt off. So <laughs> Bob went ahead and took his shirt off. Can I? Uh, you want to go ahead and take your shirt off as we get ready for the interview? What? No. Yeah, I'm, yeah, no, I'm no, not. No, 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 no. Just trust me on this one. But better go. Go ahead. Take your. You can't even take, see me. Take your shirt off. What kind of? What kind of? What kind of boxers you wearing today? You got briefs on. You got like that would be Ray would do that. Maybe not with Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. But I wouldn't. Knowing Ray, it wouldn't have surprised me that even if Cal Ripken called in, he would have done the same shtick. Like he did it constantly, that type, trying to loosen people up. And it was really great producing. Like it's trying to get somebody loosened up. Now, it was also a different time in radio when it wasn't quite as difficult to get people to come on because there weren't a billion podcasts that you're competing against. It was just a handful of radio stations and, you know, people didn't have social media to promote things. So they actually appreciated the opportunity to come on to a larger audience and promote things. The The medium has changed dramatically over the years where like now I don't need you. This is you're actually bothering me now. I, I, I don't need anything about you. Whereas at the time, people really did need you Enjoy to get the radio and, and they needed they needed your platform to get their message, message out or whatever their branding was. They needed it now. I I can't give you anything that your own Instagram can't possibly give you. It doesn't work that way. But that was always one of my favorite things that Bachman would do. Would just be like, "Hey, why don't you go ahead and take your shirt off? Why don't you go ahead and?" So maybe you try that next time, yeah. right? Like maybe that instead of thing? right. Like maybe instead of I'll talking to Patrick or something, right? I know. Eh, I, I did notice. Patrick. I did notice that it is with Patrick because obviously Patrick knows exactly what we're going to talk about every week. 
Do you do I it with him still? Yeah, you yeah, still, still, you like, still say, come on and talk? And I'm like, duh. Yeah. All the people. Like, this comes on every week. Yeah. <laughs> Knows exactly what he's talking about. Now, like, I can understand if there's more time in break and you're just trying to, like... Yeah. I, I, I remember getting very nervous about being delayed, like, when somebody took a break versus when we said they were going to call somebody and you didn't want to leave them waiting on hold for too long, so you'd try to, as a, as a, as a phone screener, as a producer, you'd mm-hmm. try to, like, pad the time. So everything going going well today? You having a good day? Like you know, you try to bring up something like I had a great start last time out. You're talking to Trace Bright, like, mm-hmm. man, that was a great start last time out. And you're just trying to delay how long until you put them on hold. Feinstein of all we should probably because I think he's got a, his David Faraday book came out. Damn, we actually should probably should have done that today with Drew in. Damn it. Although that would have been wasting time talking about golf. On next week's PJ Championship week, we should probably try to do that for next week because his David Faraday book did come out. But, like, Feinstein has a rule. He won't wait on hold for longer than 30 seconds. He tells you that every time. Even mm-hmm. people that he's friends with. Like, we've been friends with John Feinstein for forever. Say, like, I'm not waiting on hold. Call me when you're ready. Like, that's his his thing. And sometimes, like, right there, I was in the middle of the story that I was telling you about, the, the wood fire thing. And I didn't want to just bail on the story. Mm-hmm. Like, Trace Bright, Trace Bright can wait 45 seconds for me to finish talking. I still don't know what the answer is. I feel like it's going to come up. I swear to God. What's going to end up happening is when I'm going to wait it out. You're going to bring up Woodfire. Next time I talk about going to Woodfire, next time I say, if she then says... Oh, that's the place. ...that screwed up and put croutons on my salad, then... You can be like, what? Then I fall on the sword, right? right. Like, then if if she forgets about it between the next... It's not like we're going to Woodfire every week or something like that, but if in the, you know, four weeks... In a perfect world. I would like to go to Woodfire. It's... We are so... Pierces and Woodfire. As far as places by us, there's actually another decent little like um, like it's called Coal Fire in Hunt Valley. That's okay. Like that place is fine too. Woodfire is better because they got a better menu. It's not just the pizzas. Like they do Woodfire burgers and stuff like that that are very good. Um, their salads are better. Like everything at Woodfire is better. Woodfire is I, again they have not paid me a penny. They did give twenty percent of the bill last night, however, to Hereford Lacrosse, and I appreciate that. That's a good thing. So good on them for that. They are not getting, but I'm still putting them over because that's how much I like that place. And in a part of the of our neck of the woods, there ain't much of that. There is just not a lot redeemable out by us. So I'm giving them the big push. Maybe they can spend a dollar with us. That'd be nice because I literally like their work. I'm fans of of their 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 food efforts. And everywhere else around us stinks stinks and we don't have other options it was like i was working on a stand-up routine at one point where i was like imagine what must it be like nights to live somewhere where you have choices you're like i want pizza tonight and you can choose which pizza place you want where i live we just go to the pizza place that's it you say we want pizza tonight great we'll go to the place what's it called pizza that's it that's what we have where i live must be nice to live in a city where you're like, I want Joe's pizza one night, mm. Dave's pizza another night, and Jim's pizza a third night. We're like, we just have pizza. That's do, what we've got. I do appreciate that small town feel of, you know, it's Pizza Garden in my town. So. Pizza Garden, that's yeah. the place that you have. Pizza it's garden. the one place that it you is. can go to if ah, you want yeah. pizza. We have, there is a chain. I mean, I guess there's a couple, like there's a couple chains, but like, there, you know, yeah, Pizza that's, Garden. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you want to go to the terrible chain places, mm-hmm. there is one of the, there used to be two, but one of them closed up shop by us. Uh, there's only one. Uh, uh, Shaq's Pizza is still by us. And, but who wants to go there ever? Like ever in their life. Every now and then when I'm not home, my wife will order Shaq's Pizza for my kids. And I'll be like, I she don't want to do it when you're not home. Yeah, correct. Because she knows I will thumb my nose at it. 
You're giving them that? Why are you feeding them this dog food? Sure, it's fine. Sure, it's <laughs> Actually, in fact, I was thinking about because we always like to try something on the uh, Sunday show, on the radio show. We try to try you know new things food, that are out there. Right. Well, and so I'm in a, I'm in, I have a bit of a controversy. Have you done here. the Old Bay Tequila yet? Uh, oh, we did the Old Bay Tequila. That was a long time We, we try to do it when it comes. We try right, to do yeah, new yeah. things. Yes. Like, that's the point. Like, I, and I've had to admonish other producers that we've had because they like just brought in something from their house that was like, hey, have you guys ever tried that? I'm like, no, the idea is that we're the tastemakers. We're trying something that people haven't tried yet and we're giving it the thumbs up or the thumbs down. We recently did the bourbon cream soda from Indiana that found its way here, um, which is unbelievable. We also tried, there was a, a Pennsylvania brewery that did a pickle sour and it is awful. Pickle sour? I, like, I, I appreciate the fact that it's very pickle fla- I hate when people do something that's pickle flavored and it's like faint pickle flavor. It's very, but I, I don't like sours. Sours to me, I, I've never understood why. A pickle beer, sa- a, pickle sour. A, yes, correct. Okay. I don't know why <laughs> 10 years ago everybody decided that sours were the thing. Like, they, they stink. I liked, I liked awful. chili beer out in Colorado. They have, like, green chili I beer. I would be willing to listen to that. I, I, I would, like that. It would be something I like that. that I haven't had it since, you know, only when I'm in Colorado. I was at, uh, I was at uh, a local supermarket, not a chain supermarket, but a local supermarket last night, and they, I don't know who makes them, but I found... Crab tortilla chips. They're literally mm. called crab tias. Crab tias. Now, of course, we've all had different crab chips over the years, but I'd never seen crab tortilla chips. And so I said, well, this must be new. I'll go ahead and get a bag for Sunday. But this is a little bit tricky. I also have a longstanding tradition with our friends, the Gatsby's. We, uh, it's a couple that we've been very close friends with for a very long time. And um, Kyle... You, you call them the Gatsby's. Kyle decided to call them the Gatsby's years ago because they have a pool and a boat, right? Like, I was talking about, yeah, we were going over there. We might uh, go in the pool I mean, and the boat. He's like, the, they got a pool and a boat? What are they, the Rockefellers. <laughs> yeah, right? So we decided to stick with the Gatsby's over the years. They're, they're very, very close friends of ours, and we always do, um, you know, a, a few events together. And, like, we typically do Memorial Day together. We typically do Labor Day together. You know, 4th of July maybe. Like, we do summer holidays together. And then, you know, I throw a big party every summer. We just kind of split that it, the way it works. So, but I've got a longstanding tradition with the Gatsby's that we do chip tasting parties. That whenever there's new chips mm. that come out, I gather them up. And when we get together with the Gatsby's, I bring over three or f- two or three bags of new chip flavors that have come out. So am I cheating on the Gatsby's? If I do the crab tias with Rita on Sunday, do they definitely listen to the no, Sunday? No, they definitely show? don't listen. Definitely but I like t- I typically like to you post these things, stuff. yes, yeah. on social media. That's the tricky part. I typically like to post on Facebook, and Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Too. I guess that's about, yeah. yeah can that's you, the can you can you do block a them? I know. Can you do a private block? I'm blocking the Gatsby's. They didn't do anything wrong. You, like they didn't do anything. Yeah, but you can do like a private, you know, kind of story thing, right? Can't you do? That? Why would I do that? Is it so worth they the, can't see. Think about the effort that I'm putting into this. It's not that much effort. It to sounds just, to me like if I'm it's doing... It's not a block. It's but like if a I'm hide, doing it's that, a hide it's because story. I know it's wrong. <laughs> and no, if it's, it's wrong, that's, yeah, but that's, I shouldn't do it, right? It's not that wrong, though. You're just trying I, uh, to I also might protect need, their I need, feelings. I need, to, I need to track down some... Uh, there are apparently some... Uh, Lay's has a BLT flavor out this oh, summer. man. They also have a baked buffalo chicken sandwich flavor out. And they have a Cuban sandwich flavor out this summer. And the only one, as I was perusing last night, that I saw that you could get locally was the BLT flavor. So I'm going to end up giving this assignment to you oh, man. to track Find the down BLT. 
Well, the BLT, I, I think I can just run over to a BLT. local grocery okay. store. I mean, it may at least the website suggested I could just run over to my local they have grocery. Kobe steak flavor. No, I, they, some of these things aren't like they're they're like from other countries. I'm saying right now, the like this summer, the flavors they introduced were those three flavors, but you can only get them in certain places. What were the, what, it was BLT. What was BLT, baked, it lays buffalo baked chicken. buffalo chicken sandwich, specifically buffalo chicken sandwich because I think they did a buffalo chicken dip before. This is buffalo chicken sandwich and a wavy Cuban sandwich flavor. There's the wavy. Okay, I see the wavy one. Available online. GoPuff.com. Is it? That's what, yeah. yeah. I was looking I was looking everywhere, and I could not find anything that I would be able to get besides the BLT. And I want to get all of them before Memorial Day. There's also apparently a barbecue Dorito. Doritos this summer is doing ketchup and mustard flavors Ew. get the entire tangy, tangy ketchup miss me with that oh, look at this They're right under similar products on go puff miss me with that buffalo chicken Those sandwich stink Are they, i don't know what go puff is but i don't know what it's either we'll, we'll look into it in a second because <laughs> i do need to drag these down they're doing ketchup and mustard miss me that stinks but they're also apparently doing a barbecue flavor of some sort this summer the doritos, doritos, doritos like, barbecue. like intense barbecue or something like that i would also be willing to try those i like for summer parties i like to bring Again, specifically with the Gatsby's, I like to bring new chip flavors. So I need, if you see something, say something. It's, you know, it's sort of like the terrorism alert. If you see something, say something. All right? That's what I need. I think we've covered everything we needed to cover today. I think we the, the Griffin's Tick. a hot mustard Dorito. Yeah, that's it. They're doing ketchup and mustard. Did you not? Do you listen to what I talk? Well, sorry. I saw the tang. When you said it, I saw. I was looking right at the tangy mustard or get tangy out, ketchup out, one at the same time. So. All right. All right. I only heard the, the ketchup. Let's get a tidbit. Tidbit is brought to you today by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. Shane McClanahan got the win on Monday. Baltimore uh, native Shane Baltimore native Shane McClanahan. He used his Baltimore hatred, the son I guess. of the great Rue McClanahan. Everybody is knows it? that. Okay. I don't think so. That'd be amazing if we learned that. Um, so he became the third Ray ever to win each of his first seven decisions in a season. He joined in 2019. Clanahan died 13 years ago. I did not realize that. He joined in 2019, Charlie Morton from the Tampa Bay Rays. And then in 2013, Matt Moore did this as well for the Rays. Rays off to an incredible start. I mean, they didn't win last night, though. They did not win last night. Uh, and they're throwing some guy I've never heard of today. Who the hell is, is this guy? Beeks. He's going to be yeah. the opener, I believe, oh, okay. for uh, Yanni Torinos. Ah, Yanni Torinos will get the bulk of the All right, got of the middle innings. Um, former Oriole Jordan Lyles had a complete game yesterday for uh, the he Royals. Is, he likes to eat some innings. Did and he give he, up? Did he give up eight runs in the process? He, did, he gave up four runs in a nine inning complete game. He did. Um, That's what he's there for. pitches. Throw your arm off, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Royals have now lost uh, the first eight starts. He eats Lyles. innings like Jameis Winston eats Ws. <laughs> um, it's the first time in, fr- in Royals franchise history they've lost a pitcher's first eight starts to a season. That's Jordan rough. Lyles, can't, That's rough. he can't catch a break. Um, he's, he's, I mean, he's doing his job, though. He is doing his You don't sign exactly Jordan Lyles or wins and losses. You sign him for one reason. You are resetting the bullpen, baby. <laughs> Uh, yesterday was uh, Tony Gwynn's, uh, uh, would have been his 63rd birthday. Okay. And uh, so MLB like, did a quick highlight of his biggest accolades. He had 19 seasons where he hit 300 or better. That is the second most seasons ever 
uh, where Ted Williams. Te- uh, well, I was going to ask you to do the top ten. Ted Williams is in the top ten. Oh, but he's not number he's, one. He's not number one. Somebody had more than thirteen seasons. Nineteen. 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 Three hundred seasons. Ted Williams had eighteen, so he's tied for. This is one, two, three, four, five. All right, tied I, for fifth. I mean, this is actually interesting because I'm like trying to figure out who would be number one. It's got to be somebody. It's it can't be a modern player. It is not. It's not because George Brett. I'm gonna guess. There really, on the, there's yeah, there's not. Uh, it's not George Brett. He's not on the list at all. No, that's a little surprising. 10. Um, Let's see how far down George Brett is. He's pretty far down. Uh, really? Yeah. I. So so the the the, the dumb uh, Ty Cobb is the other one that comes to mind. He is number He's one. number one. Twenty three okay. seasons, Jesus batting three hundred or better. Uh, anyway, I can't give you the exact number of seasons Brett hit uh, because the the dumb the stat website that I use they decided to go premium like this past week. Oh, oh so great. I only get X amount of searches now a month. Mm, well you might have to find another source. I know, I know. I, I'm gonna have to. to I'm gonna have to take some like stat head classes or something and learn how to use stat head and, uh, and, and baseball reference better. Uh, um, and it also blocks off half of the it, like after it gives you like the top ten to twenty. Yeah. It blocks off like the next twenty guys oh, on the list. So I can't, yeah, it's it's awful. It's uh, it's terrible, honestly. All right, so stat y- music. You're saying twenty dollars a month. $20? Literally everything I've been doing was free for the past like six months, and oh, I've been getting all the information yeah. I want as that much is, as I that need. That is a good way 20 to 20 bucks a month. Relevant. To, like, I get it. It sucks to sell advertising, but, man, like that's – all right. Um, are there, okay, how many other modern guys are there? Any? Uh, yeah, really none. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're pretty I, – I guess it's – I. <laughs> But I wanted to highlight Tony Gwynn. So that, was what okay. I, that was what I decided to do here. I'm going to guess Pete Rose. Pete Rose is just outside of the top 10 here. He had 15 such seasons. Our 10th guy had 16 seasons. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is tied for tied for 8th, uh, so or tied for ninth. So he is in the top 10. I'm going back a ways on all these guys. Uh, Stan the Man Musial. Stan Musial. 18 seasons. He's in, in the top ten. Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner, tied with Babe Ruth. 16 such seasons of 300. Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews, not in the top ten here. Mel Ott. Not Mel Ott. Duke Snyder. Not Duke. All right. Nap LaJoy. Nap LaJoy, your boy, is on the list. 17 such seasons. Just naming old baseball yeah. guys. Puddinhead. He's Puddinhead. Oh, he's a pitcher, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't yeah he? Puddinhead's not on the list. Rogers Hornsby. Rogers Hornsby is tied with Tony Gwynn for second on this Name list. Name an old baseball fellers. That's what we're doing today. Cap Anson. Cap Anson also had 19 seasons of 300 or better. Did I say Tris Speaker? Tris Speaker is on the list. I think that did, did, you, get, did you get 10 already, I don't know. including uh, in, including Tony Gwynn. Oh, that is a list. Uh, How about that? That is. Good job. Just name old baseball guys. You know your old guys. I named I dude, I know so many old baseball guys. We didn't even get to who did we not get to? Duke Snyder we didn't get to. Well you, did actually, you did actually say, oh, Duke, did Snyder. say Duke Snyder. He was not he's not on the oh, list. Not on the list. Yes. Okay. Did I get to Did it who man, who else would I have gotten? You, you would expect Luke Gehrig to be on this list. He had fourteen seasons uh, had he played a little longer. I was thinking even older than Luke Gehrig yeah, is yeah. the funny part. 
Who else would I have gotten to on my old baseball man list? Rocky Calavito. Rocky Calavito. Or did I say Rocky Calavito? No, you did no. not say Rocky Calavito. Yeah, yeah, that definitely would have been my old wow, baseball Maglio, man. Maglio, again, list. I can't see the exact number of seasons, but Maglio Ordonez is, is ah, high up on this list. Okay, good for Maglio Ordonez. Double, double digit seasons. Al Kaline would have definitely been. Yeah. And Al, Al, that was actually more modern than these guys are. Hank Greenberg. There's a good old baseball man. <sighs> Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox is definitely a quality old. We could just keep. Oh, I would love to spend the day. There is a tweet that comes around every now and then. They're like, um, boys will be perfectly happy just right, sitting yeah, just around sitting naming around. athletes. And I think about my buddy Brandon who runs uh, Ramshead Live and I. Whenever we go to a show together, we inevitably sit in his office and we just talk about – that's all we do is just name old football players that we enjoyed watching. And it's the, we're having the time of our lives. Like people that work with him walk in and they're like, what are we, what are we looking at? Like what is going on here? And we couldn't be having a better that was, time. That was a stand-up. I mean, I don't know who the comedian was. It's someone could st- – comedian did a bit where he was like uh where like his parents are like oh what'd you do at your friend's house over the weekend and he's like he's like oh you know we had fun and you know in reality he was like we made we made a list of the the top 10 second basemen of all time that were born in the month of june yep 100 percent, man like (laughs) that's all i need all i need all right very good um we'll get tubular tubular is brought to you by aj michaels expert and award-winning aj michaels heating ac plumbing and home performance will improve your home's energy efficiency and comfort levels it's ac season new rebates and discounts are available more at ajmichaels.com here's what's coming up totally tubular wise for the evening orioles do indeed wrap up their series with the rays tonight an opportunity to win a series against the best team in baseball Dean Kramer on the mound, as uh, Griffin just pointed out. Jalen Beeks is the opener for the Rays, 6.30 on Masson. The Heat and the Lakers, the chance to close out playoff series on the road tonight. TNT for Game 5, Heat Knicks, 7.30. Uh, Lakers-Warriors, Game 5 at 10 as well on TNT. ESPN Maple Leafs-Panthers, Game 4 at 7. Golden Knights-Oilers, Game 4 at 10. Masson, 2. Nationals-Giants at 3.45. MLB Network, Dodgers-Brewers at 1.30. I don't know why. I think I'm going to decide that all these other baseball games, you don't care. You can go find out about them at Glen Glen I do care. There. I care. They're there. I'll go give you a winner them. for each one. Uh, the NCAA lacrosse tournament playing game tonight is um, ESPN Plus, just because you hate Delaware yeah. as a Towson person. Marist in Delaware at 7 o'clock. Uh, Champions League semifinal, AC Milan, Inter Milan. How about that? Leg one today at 3 o'clock on CBS. CBS Sports Network for the Washington Spirit and Orlando Pride tonight at 7.30. TBS for AW Dynamite tonight at 8. Some non-sports highlights? Uh, an episode of Survivor, season three finale of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Vanna White is going to be playing Wheel of Fortune ah, instead, of, how about that? instead of revealing. How uh, about that? The Game Show Show series premiere on ABC as well right mm, after that. It's going to be a no. I don't know Michael what Michael Strahan is, and Mark Cuban apparently are on nope. tonight. Uh-huh. Nope. nope. Uh, the season two finale of Single Drunk Female, your show. Ah, yes, I actually do enjoy single drunk female. I haven't See, caught up though. I, I like yeah. I, I haven't well, watched a few in a while. It's okay. It's uh they cause they were doing like two episodes a week, so oh, okay. it was it was quick. Um Dave, no episode of that. Uh the Muppets Mayhem series on Disney Plus. That actually premiere. sounds like something I would probably enjoy. It, it does look kinda funny. Like it starts as like a doc, it looks like. Okay. Like talking about, you know, the electric mayhem and like little Nas X gets interviewed and he's like, I wouldn't be where I am I wouldn't be who I am today without the electric mayhem. Okay. But then it kinda then it turns into like a kind of more of a kid's kid show after that. They're like trying to you know, learn about modern music making and they have to learn what TikTok is. Okay. Stuff. Uh, so, I don't know. 
about that. Yeah, so it kind of kind of lost me yeah, there after that. That might be good. Um, becoming Ian Brady series, uh, like docu series on Prime Video, looking at one of Britain's notorious serial killers, uh, Ian Brady. Um, African Queens season two. This one's about Cleopatra. This is the one that's okay. uh, executive right. produced by right. Jada Pinkett. Right. What about? Give me something else. Class of '09 on Hulu. This is about this is Brian Brian Tyree Henry uh, and Kate Mara. They're FBI agents and they're from the class of 09. And it's it it looks really well done really well done. Brian Tyree Henry obviously a good actor and uh, they like follow them across like three decades as something happens in the FBI. Okay. I don't know if you're into the FBI and of course Ted Lasso. New That's right. Of that. That's right. Very good. Um, hey, don't forget pressboxonline.com/offers. Sign up for all of these great bonuses, including w- up to one thousand dollars. And a deposit bonus match plus $50 free bet with DraftKings, pressboxonline.com slash offers in order to sign up. Thanks today to Drew Forrester. Thanks to Trace Bright and to Brett Maycar. We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the Oh my God, it's so good. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Tomorrow on the program. We will have Ben Verlander. Ben Verlander is going to join baseball, us tomorrow. Talk to Orioles Adley. We have a Hopkins lacrosse player, correct? Ryan Evans, Ryan Evans is going to join us tomorrow. And, and the new, new oh Raven. Oh yeah, we got to practice this. Malaysala, Amuvai, Amuve. I think it's Laulu. All right, we got to practice that. We got to Laulu. I think is correct. I've heard it the way you said it, and I've also heard Malasala, which is what what did I say? I thought that's what I said. said. You said Malaysala, right? No, I thought I said Malaysala. Okay. Oh my God! I don't know. I don't know. We got to get Laulu is definitely is. Is there a video of him saying it somewhere that I can watch beforehand? We'll find out. Got some research after this. Got show. some work to do, no doubt. And we got to get those chips. All right. Thanks, everybody at Pressbox. All of our great sponsors and partners, including AJ Michaels, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, The Costas Inn, Hartford Community College, Birdland Sports, All American Lacrosse, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Glenn Clark Radio. We might still have room for another summer intern. We will see. Not, not sure. Um, waiting to hear back from a couple people. And Carson's going to be hanging out with us this summer. But. I think he's only doing one day a week, so we might have room for another summer intern Back if you know Carson somebody. Carson Weekly. Yes, Carson Weekly, exactly. Well, that's, I mean, he's got to live up to the name. Yeah. Well, we so, were calling him Tri-Weekly for... Oh, yeah, because he was hanging out a little bit more frequently. Anyway, at, at glennclarkradio at gmail.com if you know someone who might be interested. All right, very good. Have a uh, great Wednesday evening. Go Birds. Duke sucks. <laughs>